0: You ready? Ready? Watch ready? One shot
1: following podcast features views and opinions that are not representative of the collective views of the whispers groups some of these views may not be suitable for children accordingly the producers and hosts of the missy podcast must insist that no one attempt to take anything that is being said as representative of the views of any of the whispers groups Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Missy AE podcast. Ooh. Tonight we bring to you, well, we bring to you Sports Whispers Weekly, where we talk nothing but sports for the duration of the show. I am your host, Steve, and as always, I am joined by Lou. Uh, to start off tonight's Here. show, Lou, uh, we had one hell of a barn burn. Well, I can't really call it a barn burner, actually, because. Uh, it really didn't. It, oh, yeah. it really seemed to be completely in Kansas City's control, uh, yes. most of the game.
2: They, they seem to be uh, it's actually, um, you know, towards the end of it, it looked like Jack. Well, Jacksonville tried to hang in there as much of it. You know, um, they did. They did seem to catch up, and they did pull within seven late in the game and try to on kick, but that failed. But I will give Jacksonville, you know, effort. I mean, because they did try to make a game out of it. Yeah, they most definitely
1: did. You know, a lot of people didn't expect Jacksonville to be in the position that they were in uh, <laughs> this, uh, this year with, that, with them actually making the playoffs, and not just making the playoffs, winning a playoff game as well. Uh, yeah, it's. It, 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 you know some would some would say well if it's not if you don't make if you don't win the super bowl it's not a successful season i would consider this a successful i heard that season i don't believe that i would consider it a success for jacksonville considering the fact that they have yeah. this is the first time they've won a playoff game since uh Blake Bortles was their quarterback oh, when man. they ultimately ended up losing to Tom Brady and the patriots but uh they, uh-huh. Obviously, we'll be covering the NFL divisional round. We currently have a 14 to nothing lead for the Philadelphia Eagles over the New York Giants in what seemingly has been a game where the Giants just have not been in control whatsoever. Have you been watching it all,
2: Lou? Yes, I have. I wouldn't count it out yet. I mean, these teams know each other, and a 14 nothing lead between these two teams, uh, not that big of a deal yet. If it gets out of hand later, yeah, but right now, because I know how these two teams
3: play. Yeah, it's, and so, you know what?
2: Like, Go ahead. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, okay. You know, because these two, you know, know each other. They hate each other. They know every move that they make. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if gets competitive, you know, later on in the game. So this this is far from over.
1: Right, yeah, It it, it is potentially far from over, but – uh so far, the Giants haven't gotten off to a good start. Daniel Jones, he ended up throwing a pick. Uh, they just haven't been able to really get anything going offensively. Who, I mean, take one. said that
2: he was an elite quarterback is nuts. How can you probably say that, Dan, that Danny Dimes, a.k.a. Daniel Jones, is an, is an elite quarterback?
1: Yeah, I, I don't I don't think you yeah, can yeah. really make that argument. I don't think you can make that argument that Daniel Jones is an elite quarterback. Yeah, they made the playoffs, but yeah. it's one thing to make the playoffs and it's another thing to uh to march on the way towards the Super Bowl. And I think in in order for Jones to be considered elite, he has to at least make a Super Bowl first. And you know, we. Uh, but then again, though, we say that Lamar Jackson is an elite quarterback, and uh-huh. you know he ha- he has yet to make a Super Bowl either. Uh, yeah. You know, I I, I will say though, uh, this season has been a step in the right direction for Daniel Jones. When you take a look at his uh, at his stats, I mean, granted, they're not really much to look at: fifteen touchdowns, five picks. But the most important thing is the five picks yes for somebody who has been known throughout his career as a turnover machine he really limited the amount of turnovers this year which in part contributed uh to the giants success because they were actually able to make sustained drives uh this year which have put them in the position to where that where they are right now with they uh entering the playoffs with a 9 and 7 record and uh advancing by beat, by beating uh Minnesota last week which honestly Lou I don't I don't know about you but uh I can't really say that it was much of a shock to me because oh. you know I I I I've I, I said I said this uh last week that when it comes to big time games, if it's not if it's not a one o'clock game, uh, yeah. you know Kirk Cousins just doesn't show up. Kirk <laughs> Cousins seemingly fades into the background almost. Yeah, I will say this about I will say this about Cousins though he actually did show up. Thirty one of thirty nine, two touchdowns, two hundred and seventy three yards. So. Oh and he also had a rushing touchdown too for 1 yard. So I can't really say that this game is on him. Because no. he showed up. This game was on was uh, This game was uh, was on the uh was on the defense and I mean they allowed the, the the Giants had a superior game plan and they allowed the Giants to basically run all over them last week. Uh, And by the way, Boston Scott just ran it in. So it is now 20, soon to be 21 to nothing Philly. But looking at the Giants performance last week, uh, Daniel Jones went 24 of 35, 301 yards, two touchdowns. He also ran 17 times for 78 yards. And, if you remember, Lou, you know a lot of people were questioning. Okay, uh, what is you know J- Jones has made the playoffs. Now is he just gonna is he just gonna fold under under the pressure? Because he might. game is
2: going because,
1: because because everybody everybody looked at Jones as okay, the, you know this is the year if if New York if he's truly going to be the future fr- the franchise quarterback for New York there's going to have to be significant leaps that are going to have to be done this year and making the playoffs was a start winning a playoff game was an, was the next step and now i mean granted they're down 21 nothing to the to the eagles currently but i will say this about jones last week he did not look like he was rattled at all What, what did you think about his performance uh, last week?
2: I mean, yeah, he had a great performance. Don't give me wrong; I'll give him credit for that. Okay, but it's only one playoff game. You are far from what everybody, you know, takes you this, you know, elite quarterback. You had a great game, yeah, but it looks like you're, you're having a fluke, you know, because right now you're waiting jack shit
1: yeah but at the same- t- at the same time Lou think about it these are two completely different uh these are two completely different teams uh that he was facing you know now he's facing the eagles and the eagles i mean come on you take you take a look at that defense they were they were one of the top ranked defenses in the n f c yeah. this year so yeah. you know you kind of you kind of had to figure that he's probably going to have a tougher time against the Philadelphia defense as opposed to, uh, as opposed to a Minnesota defense. Now, because, because Minnesota was basically all offense and, you know, uh, defense was kind of slacking uh, most of the year with Minnesota. And a matter of fact, you know, a lot of people looked at the Minnesota record and they're like, okay, who have they really beaten? Yeah, they right. beat the like they they beat the Bills. Okay, that's maybe the one game that they yeah. the one legitimate team that they've beat. And it took overtime for them to beat them. Yeah. Cuz I mean, just going back to the start of the regular year, yeah, they beat the Packers, but this was I mean, this was a time where the Packers were absolute dog shit to start the year. Yeah. They then uh they they then lose to the Eagles. They beat the Lions. Uh, hang on. I believe we have uh Diane, is this you? Yes. Welcome Hello, to here. welcome to the show, Diane. Thank you. Uh we're talk we're talking about uh about last week's uh NFL uh wild card games. Uh before before eventually uh, eventually turning over to this week uh how much how much of last week's uh action did you get to watch at all no
0: no i didn't get
1: to watch it oh you didn't
0: no
1: oh well well we're we're just we're just discussing right now uh the Minnesota Vikings, well, with the, with the uh, New York Giants losing currently 21 nothing to the Eagles, uh, we've been discussing just exactly, okay, uh, uh, there's obviously a difference between facing the Vikings and facing the Eagles, considering the fact that – Well, yeah, you know, there's not
3: a, a difference – there's probably a difference facing any team.
1: <laughs> yeah, but these two teams know each other. Okay. Yeah, not no, not just do they know that. each other, not just do they know each other, but it's also it's also the fact that you know there a lot of people questioned, okay, uh, can the Vi- could the Vikings even be considered a serious team this year, considering who they uh, the the only team that they really beat was the Bills, and right. it when took they overtime time for them to do that. Uh, when did they November, beat the Bills? Back in November.
2: Yes. Um, okay.
1: <laughs> and they beat the – it took overtime for them to beat the Bills. So, that was uh, I mean, you, you take a look at their wins this year. They had wins over Miami, Chicago, New Orleans, Arizona, Washington, Buffalo, obviously, uh, Detroit. Green Bay and like I said the Green Bay win was back when Green Bay was dog shit. Uh they beat the Giants uh on Christmas uh Christmas week. They beat the Colts. They beat the Jets. They beat the Patriots just barely. Uh they got yeah. humiliated by the Cowboys. And they lost to the Packers a second time as well that final week before uh, – or actually, no, not the final week, the uh, the week before uh, the yes. final week of the season. And then they beat the Bears uh, to, to end yes. the season before losing to the Giants in the wild card round. I, I don't know about you, Lou, but looking at the teams that they beat, the only real two wins that you can act – that they can actually be proud of is is buffalo and and uh the giants yeah other than that
2: especially buffalo
1: yeah other than that i don't really see that great of a record even though they were uh what they were 13 and four well, or they, so, they, yeah they were
2: stats, you know uh they they were 25th in like uh points and uh 20 in other areas so they weren't as dominant as most people think. Oh yeah, they won games, but when you look at the statistics on it, you know they weren't that good. Right.
1: Yeah. And then and now you take it. You take facing them, and then compare it to now New York facing Philly. Philly. Yeah. Has has been completely ta- now. Granted, you know some people would say, well, what about Philly's schedule? But you also you also have to take a look at the at the numbers that they've put up as well this year. And when you, you know, when you compare uh, the Eagles to most of the, to most of the other teams in the, uh, in the NFC East, I'm sorry, but, or not just, but maybe the whole NFL in general, uh, you know, it's, it's just two completely different, uh, two completely different aspects that you're looking at here. I mean, you take a look at the you take a look at the Eagles. Uh, actually, you know what? When I'm I'm looking at their at their uh, wins. So well, yeah, they did beat the Cowboys, they beat the Steelers, they beat the Jaguars.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: and and we were all surprised about uh, uh, of how uh, you know how the Jaguars ended up making the playoffs like they did. Uh, right. They beat the Vikings. And. You know, honestly, the Eagles their their uh, record isn't really that impressive either. I mean, there's only a couple of teams over 500 that they that they really beat this year. Yeah, I, I guess you could say that because of the fact that uh, that Philly had has a superior Minnesota could explain why right. we're seeing Philadelphia dominate this game right now 21 nothing.
0: Yes. Oh, the Eagles are winning over the Giants.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. And it's going to get ugly in a hurry. Yeah. It's it's on its way
1: to getting ugly uh Diane right now. Uh okay. we have Who's
2: winning the
0: Kansas City game?
1: She's won that one. Yeah, the
0: Chiefs,
1: among, the, Chiefs. Okay. the Chiefs won 27 to 20. However, though, there is a potential big uh, potential big problem there. And that comes with Patrick Mahomes suffering what is believed to be a high ankle sprain in the first half. Now, ultimately, he ended up getting an injection and he ended up uh he ended up finishing the game. He ended up coming back in after, uh, after one series, and he finished the game. However, this all lies on what happens in tomorrow's AFC matchup between the Bills and the Bengals. And if we go to a neutral site, which will be in Atlanta, that could be a huge problem for Mahomes, as he's going he's going to have to plant his foot on turf. Uh-oh. And it's going to be a—he's going to have a really hard time planting his foot if he—if he, uh, on turf if he has as severe of a high ankle sprain as uh, as people seem to believe. Which, by the way, I mean uh, you know, people 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 will say, okay, well then if he has a high ankle sprain, how ah. did he finish the game? Injections.
2: Yes, maybe he, yeah.
0: maybe he shouldn't play in the game.
2: Well, that's yet to be determined. Uh, I I don't you know, because uh I think Brady uh pulled uh one time, you know, he was no, no, Mahomes did this uh before.
1: Yeah, I believe he's done it before, but at the same time he hasn't had to play. he didn't have to play on turf, I don't think. Uh yeah. at that time. A, they,
4: Steve they, hey, what's up guys? Al uh they, yeah, they they definitely you know, uh give him a shot. He's not gonna uh he's not gonna wake up feeling any better than he was today no that, yeah, that that's well out. up that'll he will not be able to leave his bedroom tomorrow
2: yeah yeah he so like just
4: once that's a na- that's a nasty injury he was playing on momentum he was playing through like blind fear you know what he was like trying to uh show the world that he could still do it dude he's gonna wake up yeah. in a world of hurt right oh yeah
1: uh, uh, and, and you know another thing too. You, you know, you take a look at—I uh, don't know—did you get did you get to watch that game, Alex?
4: Yeah, I watched. I enjoyed it, and now I'm watching. My egos are rocking and rolling. But yeah, I mean, I love yeah. uh, I love Trevor Lawrence. Not to be not to sound random, but I love that game. The intensity was awesome. I think um, I think Jacksonville is going to be someone to to uh, not take lightly at all. They're a very young team. I mean, they could have won that game. They were just like, you know, just slightly not as good as the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs, I, I was telling my buddy uh, an hour ago from Ohio, I said, dude, Mahomes is like the Michael Jordan of our era. I mean, whether you like it or not. He's yeah. probably yeah. one of the best players of all time. He's yeah, top Michael three of Jordan all time.
1: without the titles. Michael Jordan without the yeah, titles. No, I know.
4: I know. I know. I know. I know. I, I, maybe I should walk that back a bit, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'd put him <laughs> right there with Brady. Right. No, like. Are, you know, forty or fifty years, people are going to be talking about Mahomes. Yes.
1: Oh yeah, they probably will be. You know they they probably will be talking about Mahomes. Uh, for all we know, uh, you know, I mean, they already call him the Magic Man as it is with uh, some yeah. of the things that he's able to do out there on the field. Uh, but didn't it, didn't it seem very worrisome though that when 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 yes. you see him? hobbling around out there the fact that i oh, yeah, yeah he sorry. got injections
4: yeah I mean he came back suddenly like a new man well guess what they get the doctor gave him something so it's, again yeah. it's not gonna feel good and he's not gonna be walking any better next week
1: I right, think the other thing though is that yeah they gave him injections but did he really have to go back in because I mean there, you're risking the possibility of him further injuring himself, already hobbling out there. Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe the injections kind of uh, lessened the you know lessened the pain, like they did, but still, it's you know it, it, he's he's hobbling, playing that rest of, playing the rest of that game, and you know if he gets caught in one. In one specific spot, you know that right there could could further uh, add to his injury.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, from my perspective, I I sense that um he was probably the guy, you know, like the high school hero. He was like Andy, I'm going back in, Coach. I don't think, like you said, I think they would have, I think they would have maintained the lead. I think they would have survived with a win with Chad Henney and quarterback. I think Mahomes yeah. kind of just demanded that he goes back in because um, right. Henny looked good. Oh, nine
1: yard drive. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, Henny Henny looked pretty good. You know, he had to do a 99 yard drive, uh, starting all the way from the one, and he ended up managing managing the drive to where I mean he only threw five passes for 23 yards, and one of them was the touchdown pass, but still. You know, he ended up uh, taking them ninety-nine yards. So,
2: and, and even if, the, if they, they had, were,
4: they were up. Sorry, they were, I mean they were up ten, so they were already comfortably ahead. I, I, I would have right. not let up. Had to go back in, but you know,
2: uh, honestly,
4: the guy. The I would guy, have only. That, the guy owns the stadium. I, he's, when it, when Patrick wants to go in, he's going back in.
1: I would have only put Patrick in if I needed to. Mm. At that time, they didn't need to. They could have ran with Henny. They they could have ran with Henny, and he probably would have given them close to the same production. I mean, just take a look at these numbers. Um, Mahomes, 22 of 30, 195 yards, and two touchdowns. That's it. Yeah, yeah, it's sure. not like he threw for, not like he threw for three hundred yards. You you probably could have gotten that type of production out of Henny. He right. was throwing those little, those little dump passes over the middle to Kelsey. He was a uh, nickel
4: and dominant. He wasn't throwing bombs.
1: Yeah. yeah, so, you know, it it just, I I think that they what they ended up doing they ended up putting, Mahomes in a position. To potentially further injure himself, and okay, if he, you know, if he injures himself and he's out of the AFC title game, where the hell are you guys are you guys left then? Because you know, I I get Jacksonville. You know, uh, obviously in the game of football, you have to you have to be able to adjust on the fly. You know, they didn't prepare for Chad Henney. they prepared for Patrick Mahomes. So. Mahomes coming in, coming back in, was actually best case scenario for Jacksonville because, you know, they already had game plans for him. But now that he's injured, you know, makes his that pretty much takes his mobility out of the equation, to where they don't have to worry about him running, uh, like he al- like he always loves to do. And actually, you know what? Uh, next week, depending on, well, actually it doesn't even matter who they face because even if they face Cincinnati or they face Buffalo, I highly doubt that Mahomes is going to be running that much because high ankle sprain doesn't go away in just a week.
4: And Steve, I loved, I loved your point before. And also, game planning is yeah. everything, right? Co- coaches are, they are the top. I mean, it starts at the top. Um, you notice when Mahomes was injured, they were coming after him. They smelled blood in the water. I yeah. mean, I'm surprised uh, I thought Peterson was going to steal that game for a little bit. I might have. I might have taken the Chiefs. I didn't say that, but I was a little bit like, oh, "Okay, wow, they're coming hard." They ran out of time. Jacksonville, if, they, it was just, if there was a fifth quarter, they could have won that game. They just ran out of time. They were knocking on the door.
1: Yeah, but or they, if, I mean, or if they at least if they at least had one more possession, they probably would have yeah. had a chance.
4: Because they they uh they they regained uh, they grasped. Uh, momentum at the very end, so they were just like, yeah. hey, I mean, Jacksonville's a great defense. They weren't scared of anyone in that building. They were, they were coming for it, and they fell short.
1: Yeah, and you know, it is un- it is unfortunate, but uh, you know, like I said earlier, when I was talking when I was talking with Lou, uh, not a lot of the, the, nobody expected Jacksonville to be where they to end up being where they were. That was
4: awesome. You
2: did know, they and, rip the six yeah. in a
1: row? Uh, I forget exactly, but you you know nobody nobody expected Jacksonville to even make the playoffs, let alone win a playoff game like yeah. they did.
4: Yeah, I so, mean, they were they were looking up a barrel of like a, I think they were like, and then they went on a heater. Right.
1: Yeah, something around something around uh, four and seven, uh, something like that. Yeah, so, something something around those lines. Because I, I, I mean, mean, they ended up finishing what nine and eight. Yeah,
4: they snuck in, but they were they were one of the most dangerous teams in football, and that team's young. I'm not gonna keep beating the, beating the same drum, but I mean, their best players are all young.
1: And not ju- not just that, not just that, but think about this. They get Calvin Ridley back next year. When I do ca- not even know yeah. that, honestly. Yeah. So they they,
4: they, they, David Day Jones, Evan Ingram, huge impact player. He's, a, he's in a walk year, so I don't know if he's going to be back. He might demand, you know, a million somewhere else. But um, that nucleus, and then you have uh, ATN, and you have Lawrence. I mean, and they have a good line, and they have a really good young defense.
1: Yes. All the pieces are there. What do you want All the pieces are definitely there for them to they, potentially make another, maybe make another run next year. Uh, I
4: can and, see them going 12-4 and 4 or 11-5. They're going to come back pissed off next
1: year and and think about it too with the leap that uh that Trevor Lawrence has in this year under under Doug Peterson now he's going to get a full off season under him so you know just just think about what could potentially uh come for, come forward next year for him when you know he's already been he's already been working under Peterson this year as it is and now, you know he's gonna he's gonna get that chance to actually develop, as opposed to uh, where he was under uh, under Urban Meyer. Sure, and
4: imagine just imagine that spot. I mean,
1: he's going into
4: that, that place was a, a tornado. That was a you know welcome to the jungle <laughs> environment. He showed that he he's, he's strong enough. I mean, he has to learn a little bit. Yeah. He has to get a, in the off season. I mean that's a that's a that's a crazy environment. I don't know how else to describe it.
0: Yeah.
4: Uh, those, uh,
1: artists,
4: right. They're not drinking soda. That was a that was loud as you know what. I mean that's a tough place to play. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now uh, onto onto another uh, onto another uh-huh. sort of a topic that has come up this week, and I kind of got a little bit of hate. Uh, earlier today, uh-uh. for some of the comments uh. that I made about about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers head coach uh, Todd Bowles, uh, but honestly, you know, uh, with Dallas whooping them like they did last week, it it, it just basically proved my point that Todd Bowles, uh, honestly, the this this team was lost with Todd Bowles yeah. as their head coach, and. Bowles doesn't really he, – he basically proved that he has no idea what the hell he's doing as a head coach and probably should have never uh, gotten the head coaching spot from Bruce Arians. And now, because of this, Tom Brady, not only did he have his first losing season with a losing record of his career, but now he's out of the playoffs and chances are you know he's probably going to be done for, for uh, at least in Tampa Bay. Uh, all indications were that he would be, uh, according to uh, to what some of his teammates are feeling, that he's going to be he's done gone. in Tampa.
4: I I'll give you I'll give you one word Raiders.
2: Yeah.
4: He can go there car's done
1: yeah you know that is uh, that is the rumor that um that the Raiders are considered the favorite and I know the Raiders are going to be looking at him I know they're also going to be looking at uh Aaron Rodgers as well
4: well I mean come on whatever I've been over that guy since uh it was cool to be over that guy um there are also the the Jets are also flirting with both too the Jets might get Carr. I don't even know. I mean, they, if you yeah. put Aaron Rodgers, they have a really good defense. I mean, yeah, they all take
1: they back. do, but the but the Jets are always going to jet though. That's the problem. Yeah, in like, New York, yeah, it's true.
4: John, John, Jet, Benny, and the Jets.
1: Oh. Yeah. the Jets are <laughs> always going to jet. It, it, it's it's almost it's almost yeah. a proven fact every single season that they're going to that that they're, they're going to screw up somehow. Uh but the you know the big thing here with uh with Bray and by the way it's now, I don't know why Philly is going for two points here but uh Philly now leads 27 to 20 or 27 to
4: <laughs> they are 0. They're destroying them right now.
1: Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand I don't understand why Philly is going for two points here. But uh a yeah, on you know back but back to Brady though. Double right uh, there. I do think I do th- that he is going to uh, one of his landing spots is potentially Vegas because the one yep. thing that he wants is he he, he, wants he wants somebody that's gonna he wants somebody that's gonna be uh, that you know that he can work under. We saw how well he did with Josh McDaniels in New England and. You know, obviously, uh, these past two years with Byron Leftwich have been an absolute disaster uh, mitigating his offensive coordinator. They,
2: they went for one team.
1: Oh, okay, so they did switch it. They changed their mind. So well, it's, it's now even, 28. Yeah, why were they even flirting with
4: the idea of going for two? I'm confused. Yeah.
1: I don't know if it's if it's because of the fact that uh may, maybe perhaps just to yeah, just to prepare for any potential for any potential surge from the Giants. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's snowballing. I uh,
4: I'd be surprised if the Giants scored 10 points. It's it's melting down right now for the Giants.
1: Right. This is a- and I I I it's you know angry. I agree I would be I would be very surprised right now if uh, if the Giants even get in get back in this game. But we this, saw what happened last like, week. This could be like
4: forty five to seven. It's going that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it definitely this, is. Uh, it's it, it's definitely trending uh, in the direction of a blowout. I mean, it's, it already is a blowout to begin with, but. It's definitely and trending also, that uh, way to where that that'll be the end result.
4: And also think about the different parameters.
1: It's Saturday night,
4: the NFL playoffs. These guys don't like each other at all. The, the Eagles are going to keep.
2: That's so, uh, what rivalries do. Eli. Yeah.
1: Alex, you're. Uh, I think you're. I think you're. Bre- you're breaking in and out uh, a little bit.
4: No, I was just saying yeah. with the, uh, you know, the rivalry—it's a very heated rivalry. The the, the Eagles are not going to take their, you know, cut off the medal. They're going to
1: no. I I definitely think they can. I I definitely think they could they could potentially do that, uh, especially with the way that you know everybody was wondering. Okay, how is Jalen Hurts going to be tonight? Uh, you know, having this uh, this is actually his first game back, and I in in about three or four games, I think. So, uh, you know, the big question would be, uh, you know, what's his, what's he going to look like tonight? Uh, Is there going to be any bit of rust? And I mean, 118 yards and two touchdowns so far uh, plus seven carries for 31 yards and a rushing touchdown. Uh, I think it's safe to say that the time off for Hertz uh, isn't really a problem. And he's basically the same quarterback that he's been all year so far.
4: Yeah, I honestly, I honestly was a little bit skeptical, but he's he's put my doubts uh, to rest. I mean, he looks awesome. It, now it snowballed early because they had a couple turnovers, but then you wake up, boom, now it's 28 nothing. You're in the hole. Giants are, giants yeah. are uh, you know, my language. They're kind of, uh, you know, the f word. They're done.
1: Yeah, and and then you take you take a look at you take a look at their uh, at their numbers to begin with, and there's really been nothing. There, It's like the Giants have been have been dead in the water pretty much this entire game so far. Daniel Jones only has fifty seven yards. Uh, they've only had you know mm-hmm. Saquon Barkley's been limited to only seven yards on four carries. Yeah, and here I we go didn't another even... three and
4: out. They didn't even start up the cars like they're they're dead on arrival. they didn't even show anything that that they showed to the league or to us fans for the past couple months they had so much promise and now they're like they're not even showing up tonight
1: yeah no they it's 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 almost as if they completely blew everything last week against the Vikings and you would think having played you would think having played the Eagles twice this year, that they would already have been able to game plan, but then again, it's also vice versa because they yeah. faced the Eagles twice this year. the Eagles have now been, been have now been able to firmly game plan for the for the Giants
4: yeah. yeah I mean that's a mutual you know back and forth between coaching staff. There's no excuse for the Giants to be performing the way they are right now that's it no I mean I, and Danny dimes sorry. Like you said, he showed be so last week. Where are you now? I mean, would you yeah. give him seventy million? Lou, would you no. give him seventy seventy-five million?
2: I wouldn't that that much.
4: I like him. I like him. I'm just saying, I'm not. I'm not really sold.
2: You shouldn't be.
1: Yeah, no. I, you know, I'm not really sold. Uh, do I think he's the? Do I think he's the future of the franchise? I don't know, no. but. You know, I definitely think he deserves at least another year as Giants quarterback to see. Okay, you know he's obviously on the uh, on the wrong hand of a or on the wrong end of a blowout loss in the playoffs here. How is he going to recover? You know, next season will he will will the Giants uh, will the will the Giants turn around and maybe use this as uh, as fuel. Uh, for for next season, yeah. I mean,
4: uh, to your point, I mean, D- Dable, it's a, they have they have turned it around, right? I mean, they're here for a reason. They deserved it. Right. They had a really good. year. Um, I love I love uh, Brian Dable, obviously. Um, this thing though with Saquon, and... I love Saquon, but I mean, Danny Dunn, not has he made one good pass tonight?
1: I mean, this is just unacceptable. If I were a Giants fan, I'd be fuming. Oh, I'm pretty sure they are. Matter of fact, we have a uh, we have a couple of Giants fans and whispers, and they are absolutely dead silent right now. Yeah. So, uh, I think that right there should tell you um, exactly what what is uh, what the mood is for uh, for fans of the New York Giants. I think you know it's ki- it's kind of like okay, they've been on a little, you know, they, they've they been kind of dreaming almost this entire time uh, with yeah. them having a big season like they did this year. And then it's almost like they came crashing back down to reality, and it's like, oh, great, we're back to the Joe Judge years now. Uh, no, you're absolutely with. Okay. I
4: love what you just said. Like, they were, um, I guess, out of their element. They were like, wow, they they became so good suddenly, but they were never that good. And now it's like it's coming
1: crashing back down. And you know what? If anything, this is actually an indictment on the uh, on the Minnesota Vikings. The fact that the Giants were able to absolutely destroy the Vikings last week but have yep. done jack shit on Philly this week. What does that tell you? In, that just tells that you that, just tells you that this, despite yeah, the record, gonna... Minnesota sucks. Kirk, Kirk Cousins is. Yes.
4: I mean, yes. the Vikings have more weapons than, uh, you know, the Navy SEALs, and they, they can't yeah. win a big game. But like, that's a joke. Dalvin Cook, Dustin Jefferson. What else do you need? Nine different all-pro players? Cousins never gets the job. Yeah. I mean, come on. They also have, to have a, a Swiss cheese D. But, I mean, the, yeah, the oh, Giants yeah. took their lunch money. Giants bullied them.
1: Yeah, it's it's like it's like I said earlier. The problem for Minnesota wasn't their offense. The offense showed up. The defense. did he no, show up?
4: They couldn't cover a uh, parking zone. They have a, t- a terrible secondary. It's a throwing league, right? I mean, people are going to take shots. So yeah, the Giants. The, the, the yes. They
2: couldn't
4: they couldn't keep up uh, scoring wise with the Giants. The Giants uh, no nope. outscored them and. And now, like the Giants aren't even there, it's 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 pretty weird.
1: And now we have tomorrow. We have tomorrow's games. Uh, we have Cincinnati, and we have Cincinnati uh, going to Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo is favored as of now by six points, and you have miss- Dallas going to San Francisco, where San Francisco, as of now, is favored by four points. And, by the way, this was actually just announced earlier today. Uh, yes. Regardless, you know, barring some sort of major injury or uh, a miraculous leap of a development by Trey Lance in the off season, according to Ian Rapoport, uh, Brock Purdy will officially be the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. That the Niners want to move forward regardless of... How this uh, of how this playoff run ends, uh, whether Lance, they win the Super Bowl Lance,
4: or not. Trey Lance is one of those things that you got to you got to move past big contracts. We we owe them no, they don't owe him anything. He's done. Purdy's the answer. You got to keep it moving. I mean, look at Bledsoe Brady. I mean, Purdy could be kind of a Brady guy. That's what they're saying. Uh, we'll see what happens when they when they come to Philly next week. Right. Um, I mean I love San Francisco's roster. I'd pick Hertz eight days a week over Purdy. And we'll see what happens. But I think he's well, I think that, he's the answer there. They gotta move on from that uh, Jimmy Jimmy Lee bullshit.
1: That is assuming that that's they good. can that is assuming they can beat Dallas.
4: Oh that's true. Well, see. You
0: know, can, who know
4: yeah. I think Dallas is gonna be. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. They're gonna. Uh, are gonna. Jets. I think Dallas is gonna Dallas. I think they'll choke somehow. I, I yeah. think San Fran's going to Dallas.
1: You know, maybe, maybe perhaps everybody, everybody was hoping that last week uh, the choke job would would uh, would happen like we usually, like we are we're used to seeing uh, with with Dallas. Maybe perhaps the choke job is actually for the divisional round. Because yeah. I mean, let's face it. Dallas faced a Swiss cheese defense in Tampa Bay. Yes. They were pathetic. Tampa Bay looked like a, a high school team. I mean, they. Uh,
4: yeah, I don't even want to get started on them. That was pathetic. Yeah, you're right. Dallas got gifted that. That's just, like a terrible team.
2: But if you take a no question,
1: if you take a look at. Who is going to be? uh, I mean, you you compare Dallas or or not Dallas, Tampa Bay's defense to San Francisco's defense. It's not even a question. San Francisco clearly is way better defensively in the world.
4: world. I put the Eagles top three or four. San Fran hands down has the best
1: defense in the World. world in the in the league. I would, you know, honestly, I would be, let me put it this way. I'd be very surprised if Dallas lights up San Francisco like they did Tampa. I think Dallas is going to have a much tougher time against San Francisco. Yeah. And also not to mention, not to mention offensively, I think San Francisco, and it's hard to say this with Brady being the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Bucks. but I think offensively, San Francisco has a much better scheme and better weapons than Tampa Bay had this year.
4: Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. For some reason, I, you know, it's it's sexy. It's good, right? I, I don't love Shanahan. I don't. He runs all no. the gadgets. You know, sometimes I wonder, like, is he trying to be cu- too cute? He tries to act like he's the, uh, you know, the old Rams coach, the, the fastest show on turf. You know what I'm saying? Like, he oh, gets well, too like- sensitive. You know, Debo Samuel, he'll go an hour or two without touching the ball. They right. have a lot of weapons, but I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to, you know, sound too, too, too cute myself. For some reason, Fran sometimes it's like McVeigh. I, I don't know. Hey, I, I much prefer like an Andy Reid. He'll get the guys the ball.
1: Mm.
4: If you, if I mean, you, I'm,
1: um, I'm,
4: yeah, can I,
1: yeah, Lou, you're 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 a Cowboys fan, Lou. What 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 do you think about Dallas's chances tomorrow against uh, against uh, San Francisco and their defense?
2: It's going to be a tough game. They have a they have a tougher defense there, and Brock Purdy is someone I don't think should take very lightly. He was a third string quarterback. He has shown that he is you know capable, of, you know, uh, winning games. So Dallas has to be careful here.
0: You're yeah it's,
1: defi- it's 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 not going to be easy whatsoever and you know I, I, honestly i mean uh, this has almost become a running joke almost in whispers uh but if Dallas wants any chance of potentially winning they need to keep the ball away from Ezekiel Elliott just yeah. give it to Pollard yeah. he's done He's done.
4: I, I I love Ohio State. I mean, my best friends are out there. I went to Ohio Wesleyan, whatever. But, you know, mm-hmm. so I I spent, you know, five years out in Ohio. I, I love, you know, Buckeyes, Cincinnati, Cleveland, all that stuff. Yeah, Zika shot. Now, he had a lot of mileage on his legs. He's already done. Yeah. He moves, he moves half as fast as Tony Pollard. So it's like, you know, are are you just, like, trying to make him proud? Just give him the ball. You're right. you'. Know, Steve, he shouldn't be touching the ball. Pollard's twice as fast as him.
1: And actually, I believe I don't know if it's the, I don't know if it's this year or maybe it's next year, but I believe Elliot's contract is coming up at some point, and yes. they're going to have to make a decision. Okay, are we going to stick with Elliot, or are we going to stick with Pollard? Because uh, I Pollard's guarantee you, Pollard, if Pollard hits the market, he's getting paid big time. Yeah.
4: No, and but I and then I could see Deke going to, like, you know, whatever, the Jets, you know, somewhere random for, like, two years and $10 million. No, No, Pollard's, Pollard's the answer there. I mean, they'd be really, really foolish to uh, let that guy walk. Pollard's the future.
1: I agree. It would be very – it definitely would be very foolish if they decided – no, nah, we're gonna go we're, you know, we're gonna go with uh with Elliot from now from now on and uh yeah, you know, we're gonna let or what the, what they're probably thinking is, okay, you know, th- there's gonna be some way that we're gonna be able to re sign Pollard in you know, uh before the uh before he hits the free agent market. And even if he does hit the free agent market, you know, we should still have a an opportunity uh you know a very good shot of potentially uh bringing him back but i guarantee you if he hits that market some team is going to throw the money bags at him yeah, yeah, because yeah uh, yeah of course he's going to be a hot
4: because
1: commodity. if any 'cause because if anything he's been hampered by having to share, uh, having to share the load with Elliott, probably the better younger player,
4: but Zeke is yeah. a big
1: man, so he's been like
4: sharing the spotlight. He's like, dude, it's it's my concert, it's my it's my band. I mean, Paul yeah. is the guy. Zeke's kind of like, yeah, it's you know, he gets like three yards, four yards. He's not a threat. He's not he's not explosive anymore. He lost it, and that's fine. He's had a good career. I'm not trying to nail uh, yes. Zeke, but like he's kind of uh, the bloom is off the road. He's kind of done. Well, I
2: score. Yeah.
1: So, you know, I, I I just I think it would be a huge I think it would be a huge mistake if they decide to, uh, you know, to to stick with the Elliot over Pollard here in this uh, in this scenario. Uh, now. Moving on to a, to the other game for tomorrow, Cincinnati and Buffalo. Cincinnati,
2: uh, awesome. Cincinnati
1: good match. Cincinnati is going to be without some or without a couple of their offensive linemen. Jonah Williams is yeah. already yeah. ruled as out. Alex Kappa is ruled as out, yeah. and Trey Flowers, one of their cornerbacks, Trey Flowers, is listed as doubtful. Yeah, they're so, they're
4: going to they're going to be climbing a steep mountain, but you know who they got? Joey Cool. Oh, Joe, anything's yeah. possible. Anything's yeah. possible. I, and, and Josh Allen, those are I mean, those are two of the best ever, just along with Mahomes. But like, that's going to be a shootout. I could see that thirty-seven, thirty-four, something crazy at the end. Yeah. Turnovers, whatever. I mean, since he has got a good shot there.
1: Question is though, can can they stay they toe-to-toe or neck-and-neck uh, neck with Buffalo, considering the fact that Buffalo has one of the top defenses in the league?
4: Well, that's the disparity right there. The difference is the fact that um, since he doesn't have that – well, you know,
2: since he has a good defense,
4: uh, you know, Sam Hubbard um, – you saw that play last week, 98-yard return. Um, the Bills have a better defense, definitely. I mean, again, if it starts off hot, if the Bengals might go up 14-0. If they struggle at first, I mean, that can go anywhere. I mean, what do you guys think? Yeah. I, I think it's going to be a three-point mm-hmm.
2: game.
4: I'm not Nostradamus, but that's what I see. Okay. I mean, it's going to be a breakdown of the – to the end, I think. It's not going to be I, a
1: blowout. Yeah, I, I think it'll definitely be less than a touchdown. Uh, because, <laughs> I mean, the when the spread opened up, the spread was like four and a half or five going for Buffalo. So I, I definitely do think it's going to be, uh, you know, it, it's definitely going to be uh, a tight margin.
3: Yeah. Obviously,
1: the big question will be, can, you know, can Burrow uh, get the ball out quick enough with him having to deal with backup, uh, with backup linemen uh, protecting him? And we saw the problems he had last week against Baltimore. Well, yeah. I mean, you've got to bring the pressure,
4: especially, if, like you said before, Steve, where if he's down three linemen, you know, he's vulnerable. You've got to pressure him. Can't sit back and prevent.
3: Nope.
4: I mean, you got to come out right because Joe Joe Cool is a smooth dude. But if you rattle him, he get rattled. I've always been a huge fan of uh, blitzing early and often, but that's just my philosophy. Dude. A guy like that, you can't let him sit back in the pocket and dissect you. You got to come after him.
1: What the,
2: seriously? What is
1: going on with Jones tonight? Literally none of those le- none the of least- these passes none of these passes have even been close this first drive of the of the second half here. I mean seriously. Yeah,
4: Contract year. I'm just saying. I mean, this is not a, yeah. this is not what you want to put on your resume when you're trying to prove yourself. Well, yeah, I'll tell, like you, every- I'll
1: tell you right now.
4: Well,
1: He's not. He uh,
4: you deserve a ton of money. Well, you're not showing me much right now.
2: Nope.
1: Well, there there could potentially be if 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 he ends up uh, not staying in New York, you know, there could be that one dumbass team that could potentially throw a lot of money at him, like a quarterback needy team, to uh, potentially Jay. throw a lot Jay, of money Jay, at him.
4: Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Oh, imagine! Imagine that uh, having a battle of New York for uh, for one for one quarterback—a battle of insanity—where
4: <laughs> they, can, they can, everyone's a shit show.
1: <laughs> but
4: regardless,
2: well, though,
1: we back. <laughs> You know, regardless, though it's. Jones right now is not helping his case. You know, this is this is yeah. the Daniel Jones everybody expected to see last week. Everybody expected to see the Jones who would fall flat on his face. Yeah,
4: exactly. This is this is the Jones you taught for a couple of years.
1: Yeah, this is this is basically the Joe Judge version version of uh, of Daniel Jones that we're seeing right now. In uh, in twenty eight to nothing. Twenty eight to nothing, soon to be thirty five to nothing uh disaster of a uh of a showing for the uh, Giants.
2: I expect it better than this. I Have think you a lot of
4: did. Has he scrambled once? What is he driving a golf cart? Can he run it? I mean, come on.
1: I ha you know, I have no I d I don't think I've I don't think I've seen him scramble once at all in this game so far. Uh we do we do have some other bits of news around the around the league. Uh according to Jeremy Fowler of ESPN, uh there is word that teams around the league believe that the Ravens could potentially trade Lamar Jackson if they can't get a long term deal done. And obviously, the way they would do that would be to franchise tag him, and uh, which obviously he wouldn't sign, and they would be able to then trade him.
4: Well, I've heard um, Steve. Let me just uh, quickly throw in two cents there. Um, I don't keep saying that word, but that's, that's, they're already they're already flirting. They're already talking about him. Who is bring him the Jets? Jeff- your- yeah, Lamar.
2: All the yeah, all the to,
1: to be fair, though, the Jets are flirting with basically everybody. If there's a quarterback on the market, I guarantee you they're flirting with him.
4: Yeah, like the kid at the dance trying to talk to anyone. I know, I know. <laughs> but um, I mean, no, they're, they're, they're they're literally that bad of a team. <laughs> no, they have a. Steve, I promise they have a really good defense. I'm, I have to suffer and, and watch them mostly on uh, CBS league here in Connecticut, New York. They, they're they're one player away, They're a quarterback away. I'm telling you, if you plug in Aaron Rodgers, they'll go to the playoffs. I'm convinced. Well, the Jets have
1: yeah, okay.
4: They have a great defense.
1: You know, I think their problem is too. Maybe they could use like one more receiver as well, because uh, yeah. honestly, Corey Davis has been kind of underwhelming in his two Garrett years Wilson, so far Ohio, in New York.
4: Ohio State. He, Garrett Wilson looks like he. Uh, Randy Moss. I mean, they have a great rookie receiver who, who oh, I yeah, think Wilson's, he thousand yards.
1: Yeah, Wilson's with, uh, good. No, Garrett. Garrett Wilson is definitely. It, it was definitely worth the pickup for them.
4: Yeah, with 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 you know trash throwing to him. Imagine him with a good quarterback.
1: Corey Davis, but you was know good. they gave he, a. Uh, they gave a lot of money to Davis though, and Davis, for the most part, this year was injured.
4: Yeah, he's been kind of a letdown. And even deep, he's when kind of
1: yeah. And even when he wasn't injured last year, he wasn't really that. Uh, he wasn't really that impressive. Like everybody was expecting him to, you know, be a difference maker out there in that Jets uh, in that Jets offense. And you know, that's so far case. since signing with the Jets, he hasn't really been that much of a difference maker.
4: Yeah, it's the classic case of like a, a a lame game that's like desperate for help. That you know they'll. They'll throw way too much money at someone just to help them. So I mean, he was never going to be like a, a number one receiver. But I mean, now they're drafting well though. <laughs> Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson. I mean, they have two or yeah. three of the best rookies. They have they have some pieces there.
1: Yeah, you know what? I, I just I just lo- I just love the Giants here. They they can't even uh, they can't even return a punt correctly. This is, no. this, is uh, this is astounding. This is astounding right now at how they're basically self-destructing. Steve, you get you get
4: a kick out of this. Um, I posted on my Facebook earlier. I of course I'd love to add you, because you're a good friend of mine. But anyways, on Facebook I posted a miracle at the Meadowlands. Deshaun Jackson ran it back against the Giants. Remember that? And yes. Um, uh, Coughlin almost fucking killed the punter. He was screaming at him for like nine minutes on camera.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. They punted it, Deshaun. 34 i thirty-four. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. need
1: to. I'm gonna need to look that up.
4: Miracle at the Meadowlands. Deshaun Jackson, yeah. number yeah. ten. Oh, dude. Coughlin, okay, yeah. I'm Coughlin, Coughlin's about to go postal. He literally grabs the punter by the by the face mask and yells at him like three minutes on camera. The Eagles are celebrating. I can only
2: imagine what he said. Don't punt to him.
1: (laughs) My God, you know it's. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to watch that uh, after after the show tonight. Uh, But you know, when it when it comes to going back to Lamar Jackson, because you said that, uh, you know. The Jets were flirting about potentially uh, about potentially picking him up. Ultra, I ultimately think that he will probably remain a Raven. I would be very, even though betting odds for some reason have the Patriots as, as the front runners. I just don't see. Wow. I don't see Bill going back to another running quarterback.
4: I didn't know that. Wow.
1: Yeah, uh, according to uh, according to Bet Online. Uh, BetOnline.ag. Uh, the Patriots were listed as the front runners.
4: Dude, I mean, come on. We've talked about Bill a million times, and I, and you know yeah. me, I love talking any anything. I I, I respect Bill. I, he's not been looking good lately. I mean, that would be his like wild card. If he pulled if he pulled Lamar Jackson, he's got a new lease on life. They could revamp yeah. their offense.
1: I mean, unless he wants to retire.
4: Uh, Yeah. Well, they would have to
1: be. They would have to. They would have to. uh, Basically, let let me put it. Let me put it to you this way. If he ends up getting Lamar Jackson, that would basically be Bill saying, "Okay, now all of a sudden we're going to run a Shanahan-style type offense. We're going to run. We're going to run. You know, like a west, like a west coast, uh, a west coast offense, basically." uh, And
4: and we're not going to have a fat defensive coordinator uh, wearing a headset.
1: (laughs) It is kind of of funny. It is kind of funny thinking of Patricia, thinking of Patricia as an offensive coordinator, because let's face it, he isn't. Uh, He's offensive to me. He's offensive to everybody. Um, But, but, Beside beside the point though, they have interviewed a couple of people. Uh they interviewed uh, uh Keenan McArdle of the uh of the Vikings, their wide receiver coach who formerly uh, played under Bill. Uh, they also interviewed uh Bill O'Brien, who of course was the offensive coordinator for one season before he became the Texans head coach. Uh, they interviewed I think the offensive line coach from Oregon, I think, Uh who also was Bill's uh, first draft pick with the Patriots. And they also interviewed interviewed somebody else who was also a former player of Bill's as well. So basically every single person that they interviewed for the offensive coordinator position for the Patriots has – some sort of connection to Belichick,
3: whether they were
1: currently on his staff, a former staff member, or a former player.
4: Well, I mean, let's, let's um, you know, to build on to your great point, uh, the past several weeks, Steve, I mean, when we go back to Bill, it was almost like an FU. Crap, there's something going on there mm-hmm. internally, a the struggle, where he's like, whatever, I can do whatever I want, kind of halfway at the door. You can't have a defensive coordinator calling plays. It's, it's ridiculous. That was like an insult to the Patriots. Mm. I, if Pretty I were much. Bill, I, I if I were crap, I'd cut his that. unless he gets a Lamar and, and shapes up. Yes. I mean, or or, an, it or an or an. Go ahead. I was gonna say unless he, he could maybe uh, get Aaron Rodgers. I mean. I'm sorry, Mac, Mac Jones, not the answer from what I see.
2: No.
1: I don't know. I, I don't see Bill going out and, and spending. It, we know how he values draft picks. And I, I, I put value in, in uh, uppercase letters, values draft picks. Uh, but you know what? I, I believe we have somebody who probably has a lot to say about this uh, topic here, uh, considering the love-hate relationship with the Patriots recently. Uh, Jim, welcome to the show.
3: How's everybody doing? Hey, how's good. Up, good to hear doing all good. you people. Um, yeah, as, as far as the Lamar Jackson stuff, just stop it. I mean, just right. just stop it. That's Boston right. sports writers. Just stop it. There ain't no way in hell Uh-oh. the Patriots Uh-oh. will give will give out a contract of what it would take to sign Lamar Jackson. They didn't even want to give out a contract to keep Tom Brady. And you think exactly. they're going to hand Lamar Jackson the keys to the city? No. No. Of course
1: not.
4: Jim, not a shot. Jim, Alex over in Connecticut. Love love hearing your voice. Give me one <laughs> second though. Think about it though. If they're walking down the road, they're they're like they're not doing well. Why don't you think one more time? Belichick and, and Kraft might be like, you know what? Let's fuck it. Let's let's go for it. They might uh, be they,
3: they might they, do they 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 are not gonna God, I, do I even want to bring this up? 'Cause I know people are gonna hate on it. <laughs> this this is this is Boston. Yeah this, I mean they're yeah, not gonna true. pay a they're not gonna pay a black quarterback that much money. No. Yeah, I hate to hear that, but it's the truth. Yeah I know. Yeah and, that's, and, that's and, true. I, and I hate I hate to I hate to say that because that's my team.
4: But but yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. None of, and none of us on the show are, you know, resistance. You know, it's not about that. Yeah. It's like, no, it, that pains me to think about that. But I, you don't think that you, I mean, dude, Bill Bill signed up uh, Randy Moss. He's not a burst to like boys. Well, no, yeah, but
3: no, but no, but that wasn't his quarterback. The face of the franchise was Tom Brady. Yeah. Yes. The the, the uh, uh, you see you see you see how it worked with Cam Newton.
4: Well, that was Cam was shot. Jim was
3: already done. <laughs> I don't think he ever started. <laughs> but uh I mean they they're they they are not they there's no way in hell they're gonna sign Lamar There ain't no way. No. I, think, well, Jim, I think I think I heard I heard what you said earlier about the Jets. I think that's that's a good possibility. I would also bring the Dolphins into the equation.
4: Yeah, well, I mean, I mean if you put run. Lamar,
3: if you put Lamar Jackson on the Dolphins with the speed they already have, good gracious! Oh my God.
2: Yeah,
4: Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, they have an electric offense. Yeah. yeah.
3: Oh, Giants just scored!
4: Yeah. Wow, shoot me. Yeah, and,
3: okay. and and they did it. They did it. Look how they did it. Daniel Jones split out to the right, and and. And they just ran the ball. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, not, it's
0: nice.
1: Uh, it's it's nice of them to finally uh, realize that they're playing a game and that they're in a playoff game here.
3: Yeah, yes. But you I mean, know this 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 is gonna this is gonna be a very interesting off season with the different coaching moves and the different oh, yeah. quarterback moves. I mean, from what we're looking at right now at the NFL. Next season could be totally upside down. Of course, and I mean, look
4: at uh, look at look at the panel uh, guests uh, tonight when
3: the pregame. I don't know if you guys
4: watched, but uh, Gronkowski was there, and then Sean Payton was there. They're like, "Hey, what are you doing next year?" You know, he's
3: coming (laughs) coming for a job. He's 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 trying to back. Well, they 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 say they say there's a lot of a lot of hot talk between. Peyton and uh Denver. And a lot of people thought he wouldn't go to Denver because of how bad they were this season. But if you break it down, he can he can work with Russell Wilson and uh, the ownership there does have money. I mean they're owned by Walmart people. So uh, yeah. the only the only negative about that and this is what I, this is the thing that keeps me coming back to where the people are talking about Brady going to the Raiders. The negative thing about that is twice you got to yeah. play the Chargers twice.
4: You're in a murderer's row.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Why do you, you want to go there? And that that's one. So I mean, I both, understand. I understand all the talk about well, Brady will want to be with Josh, Josh again, and they've got yeah. weapons. That's true, but look where they're look where they're at. I don't know why Tom Brady, at his age, at his point in his career, would even want to go to the AFC. Cause he, cause, and
4: I love your point, Jim. Because he's he's still an A. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mahomes is an A plus. He owns that division. Right. If he goes up, what is he going to get beat down? He's going to get bullied one more time. He yep. he's staying out of.
3: I actually I actually told Steve, I don't know if it was today or yesterday, I actually think he's just gonna retire. I think he's just gonna be done. Uh
1: it was yesterday. It was yesterday uh, I
3: think 'cause I was uh, I was
1: I was at the casino actually when you uh when you texted yeah, me that Jim. I I don't
3: I don't see him wanting Where'd to be go, in Lockard? the A I don't see him wanting to be in the AFC and I don't see anywhere in the NFC he would want to go. No have a defen have a defense
4: so I mean you got tamara um, michael how about uh new Orleans?
3: New who who's, who's the coach oh. i don't even know uh dennis dennis allen a a defensive yeah. coordinator is the coach there <laughs> so yeah he he's
4: already been through that with bulls and uh that's just Joe in Tampa right he right. He
3: I, I honestly but, honestly think he's just he's going to really surprise everybody again and just this time he's really going to retire. I think I don't I know he don't I know he don't want to go back to Tampa and I just don't see him wanting to go to the AFC for some reason for
4: some reason I respect your take, Jim. I yeah, I don't I don't see that guy with his Let's be honest i mean he he's the man. I don't see him walking away after the divorce. I don't think he's going to hang him up. He's going to come back somewhere one more time
3: what well, do you but do you this see a, him making the mistake? Do you see him making the mistake of of the raiders the only, if if he's going to come back if he's going come back this is what I see. Okay. He will go to the Forty ers and they will get rid of Trey Lance, and yeah. Brock Purdy will sit there and learn for a year under Curry. Brady. Right. And oh, and yeah, and that and Brady will have the best weapons in the league and one of the best coaches, McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah weapons galore. Plug Yeah, you won't have to throw the damn ball sixty times a game. <laughs>
4: immediately they went were 14, 14 and 4103 if if Brady goes to the Niners
1: it's lights out you know i i i actually got i actually got laughed at uh by my uncle when i brought up this suggestion of him going to the Niners and and uh and Brock Purdy sitting for a year i got
3: literally laughed at by my uncle i don't i don't understand uh, why, I don't understand why you get laughed at i mean <laughs> all right, look, all right. Look, Brock Purdy's had a he's had a really good season, but we all know that Shanahan works wonders with quarterbacks yes. and his right. system. I mean, he can make you look really a whole lot better than you are. Now, Of course, Purdy's looking really good right now, but Purdy go do that with the Jets? I doubt it. No, um, no, that's a, that's, oh, a no. that's a system quarterback yeah so if you if you if you go to brock purdy if you go to Brock Purdy and you say you're gonna be our guy, but we are gonna bring in Tom Brady this season and you're gonna hold the clipboard and you're gonna learn from the best that's ever played, I just don't think that Brock Purdy would have a problem with that no you, you know, know, i would definitely.
1: say wow. i yeah. would i would say where do I sign up yeah. <laughs> I mean, well
4: uh what with the undrafted Iowa State, right? He's not exactly uh, you know, coming in and setting the world on fire. He's grateful right, for where he is. Right. He he would easily, quietly, take a step back and learn from the best.
3: Yeah. Plus you're still right there with Shanahan, who's one of the best. So um I mean, But that still, uh, that that is the only that's the only situation I can see where 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 Tom's going to play next year. I just, I, and I, I mean, I'm a Brady fan and, and my wife, my wife and her family are season ticket holders for the Raiders. Wow. But I just can't see him going there and have to deal with that division. Yeah. it's,
0: a, yeah. it's a And block.
3: that, and, and, and also that conference. I mean you you still means, gotta and, deal with Buffalo. You and lucky, that,
0: you're that lucky you lucky to win. She's, a,
3: she's gonna, lucky to she's win a- gonna a- be dreading
1: she, she's gonna be dreading potentially having to cheer for
3: Brady, basically. Oh she oh my god, she would hate that. Her yeah. and her dad both would just hate it. Hate <laughs> it. We we went to the game against uh when they played the Raiders in Mexico City. Oh wow. my god, it was crazy. Because her and her dad and her brother were all cheering for the Raiders. And, and me and a couple of our daughters were cheering for Brady. It, oh, nice. it's, a, it's a family feud. So, it's a no, finish. they do. they Believe it or not, a lot of those diehard Raider fans, they don't want Brady. They wanted Derek Carr. That's who they like.
4: I still believe in Carr. I don't know what happened there but I'd give I don't second. either
3: but that that that's who the Raider fans like is Derek Carr. I mean, he went to Fresno State. He's a California guy. Let's uh his bro- his brother went there. I mean I don't I don't know what I don't know what happened. I, I Jim, Why th- why Jim, would why would they move on from Derek Carr?
4: Think about this, Jim. It all goes back to where? New England. How about Carr in New England? Everyone it's gonna be musical chairs. People are gonna be landing in different areas next year. How about carr? I mean, Steve, would you take carr over uh Mac Jones or not?
1: <sighs> I here's the problem with I mean, at, yeah, you know, I would love carr. At, car. at, this, love at car. this
3: point at this point in their careers, yes. I like Yeah, cars. I
1: would definitely yeah. I would definitely take carr. Uh the problem I just have here is the fact that they completely wasted Mac Jones. They completely wasted a whole entire year of his development. After oh, they, he was they, buried, all- they buried or, him. After he they was a b- pro bowler last year. Yeah, they buried him. And, and Mac Jones' not to the happy. Point. No. Yeah. No, he isn't he isn't happy. No. Uh hang on one second.
4: They uh they messed
1: up the relationship. Hang on, we're trying to get uh we're trying to get Jim back on the line. He uh he ended up dropping. Uh Oops. so uh we'll uh we'll get back to that as soon, as soon as we get as soon as we get back him uh or as soon as we get him back on the line. But uh yeah. Uh the big prob- you know, the big problem with Jones was the fact that you know, he it, it it got so bad that he ended up uh, going to another to another coach from outside yeah. of the Patriots, asking for advice. That's, That's not good. That's not a good look. And you know, fans were wondering. What exactly, uh, you know, what exactly happened for him to basically get buried the way he did by, by Belichick? And I think we probably have our answer. That's probably what happened.
0: Yeah, I mean, because... they also
4: rushed. They, it was, I, I didn't know about the draft move. Um, He got plugged in. I've always said, Steve, on the show, I don't love the weapons there. Yeah, it's a tough. I mean, tough environment, and, and then you have Patricia. I mean, they've been doing dirty nine different ways. I mean, they're not putting them in a
1: right. place. All
3: right, Jim. I, Jim, mean, has, you, have, uh, has, I has anybody, can, can can anybody can anybody ever remember? Yes. One time in the history of the NFL, one time other than what New England did this season where a team (laughs) made a defensive coordinator their offensive coordinator and play caller. Can anybody ever remember that ever happening again? No. Yes.
4: I can give you one five-second example Um, right now. The Eagles, when when Andy Reid was about to get fired, he plays the defensive coordinator in charge of yeah. offensive ball, and he got fired about yeah. a month later. <laughs> one, one, uh, Juan Castillo. I know what, yeah. I, what the hell are
2: you thinking?
3: So one of the greatest coaches, one of the greatest coaches of all time did that same <laughs> thing, and he got fired. Oh, yeah. Andy <laughs> was uh, halfway
4: out the door. He said, okay, yeah. you know. You don't know, like me. I'm going to place this guy in charge and then get me fired. I mean, it's, it's inexcusable. I have see that. But, but that, yeah, that's the one example. I mean, just, yeah, I, I, right. I just, I,
3: that's Eagle's fan. But, yeah. I mean, think, Steve, what do you think went through Belichick's mind? I mean, how the hell do you come up with this concept that I'm going to take a defensive guy? and turn my offense over to him with a second year quarterback <laughs> and let him call the plays. Yeah. You know what I you know you know how I see it. I see it as Bill looking at
1: uh looking at Patricia saying, "Well, hey, Detroit is still paying his salary, so <laughs> I can I can place him wherever I want on this uh you know in in this whole thing and I I mean, hell uh, we already have mayo and uh and my son running the defense, so hey i 'll just place him on offense. He was an offensive assistant for one year he'll be fine he'll he'll'll be, he'll be, he'll, be uh, he'll be fine as uh running running this uh the offense and the offensive line might i add uh when yet i don 't think he anticipated uh the fact that Mac Jones would get so pissed off. That he would yeah. uh, he would then contact a coach from outside
3: of the organization for advice. Well, I don't blame Mac for being pissed off. Yeah, do I? I don't either. I don't. I do not blame him one second. As a
1: matter of fact, you know, I probably would have done. You know, I probably would have done the same thing. Because I mean, if. If I'm supposed to be your guy, I'm supposed to be the the face of this franchise, the the future, and the face of this franchise. Why the fuck, you know? Why the fuck are you uh, are you basically sabotaging my time yeah. with you guys by you know putting a guy who literally only spent one one season as an assistant in charge of calling
3: my plays. Well, truth be told, after what all happened with Patricia with the Detroit Lions,
4: and you oh, look at God. them
3: now, look at the Lions <laughs> now
4: yeah, after Campbell.
3: he's left. I mean it <laughs> I I mean, it don't it don't take a rocket scientist to figure out that maybe Patricia's not that great of a coach. Right but you know bill I mean, bill
1: sees it as bill, bill bill basically sees it as okay this is my ch- you know this is my chance to uh to help out uh one of my guys you know yeah, that so so that uh i don't have the same problem you know i don't let him leave mm-hmm. ever again basically like how i let like how i let uh uh what's it called? Like how I let um him leave the first time and how McDaniels. I let McDaniels leave for uh for Vegas.
4: I I see it as a big F you. I see it as uh Belchek um putting up his middle finger to crap. <laughs> over the bridge thing.
3: You know I I'm I'm uh, I'm like kinda, I'm kind I'm kinda leaning towards agreeing with you about that. I think mm-hmm. I think it's gotten it's it's almost at a boiling point to where it's like Bill thinks no matter what he can do what he wants to do and yeah. no matter what craft owning the team and signing the paychecks he he's got more say so than the owner and I You're think it's good. gotten to that point to where, and, and and I don't think it's just Robert Kraft himself. I think his son's involved now. And I think they are a little bit on to this to where, um, thank you, Bill, for everything you've done. We really appreciate it. But uh-huh. we signed the checks. This is our team. It's not yours. That's correct. correct. Yeah. Now, we want want some changes made. We want changes made. Because, honestly, if Kraft wouldn't have had that meeting with him, Belichick is so damn hard-headed at his age and his career, he'd have brought (laughs) Patricia back next year. Of
1: course. I mean, think about it. When when, when that press release came out last week or – Maybe it was this week. I forget which. Uh, when that press release came out, Belichick never sends out a release like that. That uh, nothing ever comes from Belichick in regards to in regards to something like that. That was a hundred percent Robert Kraft the entire the entire way. With him that was him. Uh, as Greg Bedard of uh the Boston Herald said, that that's basically Robert Kraft sending a message.
3: He needed to. He needed to. He needs to remind Bill, yes, you're the greatest of all time. But you 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 ain't been doing too good the last couple of years. No nope. and you made some very, very bad decisions. And I'm the one writing the check, and the fans are the fans are pissed off. So we got to make some corrections. And I don't and I think that's where it came in. I don't think Bill wanted to make any corrections. I think we, Bill was going to roll it back. And Kraft said, you know, put his foot down. And said, no, we're not doing this shit again. You gonna get an offensive coordinator. I mean Jim, let's I'll do tell it you now. right
0: now.
3: If Bill Belichick
4: right. I mean you or you can you cannot hire a, a guru or at least a serviceable coordinator? That was an F U. Mm-hmm. He's got the, the the money. They have everything in place. He was like, No, I don't need a coordinator. Well that's that's bold and that's cocky and that's stupid. Yeah,
3: that's yeah to- he, he still Belichick still lives in the dinosaur age. Where he thinks he can put together a defense, and he can he can still win old style nineteen sixty games, thirteen to ten, seventeen to thirteen. That's not the NFL anymore. The sport has
4: gotten faster and bigger and stronger, and he's, yeah, he's I lucky. mean
3: that's because I mean he's a defensive guy, and Steve and I have had this talk. When I mean, we talk about different coaches or fits for this or that, the NFL yeah. now, if you go, just just go down the list. Go down the list at the team and the coach. The teams that have defensive coaches, they don't win. No. It is a offensive league now. You gotta yep. have offense and you no. have an offensive mind in charge mm-hmm. that's it
1: right and, and you know it's uh it's funny that we bring this up because there there has been a bit of a uh there you know there has been a bit of talk out there that maybe perhaps along with not just the new offensive coordinator. That maybe the Patriots might go after a potential wide receiver that will be out on the market, uh, not not the free agent market, the trade market. Uh, some yes. names have come up like Mike Evans, uh, DeAndre oh, that, Hopkins.
3: They ain't gonna do it. They uh, won't how, pay them. They won't heard, pay him. Oh, they
1: even said they even
4: said T Higgins. Bill, 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 Bill. Bill's been linked to uh, Hopkins for a while.
3: Mm-hmm. I can see that. Right. They they won't pay him. They're they're not going. They're not going up there. They're not. They're gonna do that. They're gonna, they're gonna they, go. They, they're gonna just, go to. A, they're, uh, they're gonna go to a team that's got an offense, got in a quarterback, got an offensive coach. They're gonna go where they can get the ball. They're not gonna. They're not gonna go to New England and try to win a uh, twenty to fourteen game. They're director. not going to New England, Jim. Who do you yeah. think is
1: going to be the uh, Who do you think
3: is going to be the new offensive coordinator? Because uh, you know, I, they, I, they've, I, I uh, think I think it'll I think it'll probably be O'Brien. I think it'll probably be O'Brien. Yeah, you know, I, that's, that's, that's not that's that's Did not you. bad. I mean, he's he's way better than what they had. Oh. Brady, Brady from, you know, numbers, I'm I'm a, I'm a SEC guy. I'm an SEC yeah. guy, and from everything I'm reading, Alabama is is like, please, please hire him, please, please hire him. Well, think about it, Jim. He's
1: not a college coordinator. He's an NFL coordinator. No. You know, he does.
3: There, there's a reason can't, why the can't Patriots. Argue. You can't argue. You can't argue with uh, with how Bryce Young has turned out at Alabama. Right. But the, you know there, there's. A so I, I don't, why, I don't though, see Jim. that. That's the thing. That's the thing that baffled me, Steve. Was I don't know why Alabama's so willing to let him go. I, uh, they're, they're, yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of times in college sports, there's stuff behind the scenes that you don't know. So I right. don't I don't know what, like what it is because it looks like he's done a pretty good job, w- you know, with Alabama. Yeah, but I the word the problem, is, I think the, they they would be happy to see him leave. Yeah, I think I think the problem <laughs> is is because of uh, because
1: of the fact that you know uh, over the last decade or so, uh, Alabama was always involved in, you know, blowouts essentially and never had to really deal with
3: actual close matchups. Uh, yeah, but if you, look at under, Alabama, if, under, if you look at Alabama's season, Steve, if you look at Alabama's season, they didn't lose those couple of games because of the offense. They were right. in shootout. They were scoring 40-plus. They lost yeah. the game because of the defense. But what, what I'm saying though is I think that I
1: think the fans are like, well, we didn't have this problem when Tua was our quarterback or when uh, Mac Jones no. was our quarterback.
3: You know, I think the fans well, are looking Bryce, at it like Bryce Young, Bryce Young is way better than Tua, or
4: or or, or Tua's backup who's now shining on the way to the Super Bowl, Jalen Hurts.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, I always I mean, yeah. and Steve can tell you this and and one of. Uh, one of the other guys that calls in, one of our moderators, and whispers, "Tim Gross, who is a Eagles diehard fan, on draft night when they drafted him, I yep. told Tim, I said that is a great move." And people were like, "Why did we draft the quarterback?" I'm like Tim, Tim he Tim, I, and, and Tim, this I, is this I, is what this is what I told Tim. I said. It's not that he's a fantastic passer. It's not that he's a fantastic rusher. He's just a leader and a winner. This guy yeah. wins football games. I'm, I'm amazed. Every time yeah, I watch him, good. I'm it to sound, uh,
4: geez, but, like, I'm amazed. I didn't know about him that much. And that was back when
3: they had Carson
4: Wentz. I'm like, yeah.
3: what? What's I know. What's and that, that's what... That's what that's how Tim was. He was like, "Why, why are we drafting?" And I, and, and Steve, you remember, I told him that night. I said, "I wish the yeah. damn Patriots would have picked him."
1: Yeah, I was pissed off. I was pissed off that the that the Patriots uh, uh, passed on him and no allowed idea. him to be taken by because uh, the but. thought the th- the thought was we could have we could have had him uh, with where we were positioned in the first round when he was drafted, we could have had him in the first round and we chose we chose to pass instead and I think we yeah, ended and up look, taking look, uh
3: I think it was it Kyle Duggar that we took, I think. Yeah, I think so. I mean we, we always we always draft defense. <laughs> or linemen. <laughs> we don't ever draft offense. <laughs> I mean hell
1: Bill 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 Belichick wanted Elijah Vera Tucker from the Jets instead of Mac Jones. So what
3: does that tell you?
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, I, it's like My I've gosh. told you all night tonight. Bill is a defensive coach. He don't understand offense. And when yep. he had Josh McDaniels there, he didn't have to worry about it because Josh understood offense. And when Josh leaves, what's he do? He brings in a defensive okay. guy to coach offense. I mean, what the hell are you doing, Bill? I mean, seriously. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Here? But yeah, but back know. back to hurts. I mean, that's a hell of a pick. Hell of a pick.
4: I never um, saw it coming. I don't. I don't watch enough college football. I'm gonna admit. You know, I I know a damn good lot about sports. I didn't know yeah. about that. And I'm like, wow. He's, you, he got bent. Yeah,
3: well, I mean, I mean, he he was good at Alabama. He was good at Alabama. And then here comes Tua, and they're like, you know, well he's he's that shiny new co- shiny new coin in the pocket, and yeah. they kind of shove Jalen to the back, and then Jalen's smart enough to figure out, okay, well I'm not going to play here now, I'm going to go to Oklahoma, and he goes to Oklahoma, and, and <laughs> I mean he's a star at Oklahoma, so. Um, I mean that—that that was the whole point that I was making. It wasn't that he lights it up with passing yards or rushing yards, but the guy wins football games. He—he he knows what to do to win a football yeah. game. Yeah,
1: Except and I remember, I,
3: and and I remember, I remember his oh. first
1: season too. Uh, his first season, Tim was uh, Tim was kind of pissed off because. Uh, Hertz was getting off to a slow start and I told him I said, Be patient. Let the kid develop.
3: Trust me, the uh, he, kid he's is winner. going
1: to be your future.
3: Yeah, he's a winner. He's a winner. That's what he wins football games. That's what he does. They, they, he, he they don't play. have he don't have Roger's oh. arm.
1: Oh, never mind. Yeah, he don't
3: have Roger's arm. He don't have Brady's experience. He don't have Mahomes. <laughs> Mobility and and throwing underhanded and all this and that. He's steady. He's reliable. He wins football he, games.
2: That's a first down and third and twelve. Oh. My goodness. Yeah, there I'm we go. This shit.
4: I, I didn't know enough about him, and and that's one they had their they had their billion dollar quarterback Carson Wentz, and then how he pulled it out of the deck, drafted him second round. I
1: was like, "What? I didn't know about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, t- I'll, him now. I'll tell you. I'll, t- I'll tell you right. I'll tell you right now. I'd r- I'd rather have Jalen Hurts than Carson Wentz in his first year. Oh, of course, I would
3: rather have Jalen Hurts than Carson well, Wentz. Well, the whole thing with haywire with Carson Wentz was because he was somehow I don't know how it happened. But somehow, he was very, very close to the owner, the ownership. And whatever he wanted, he got. No matter how bad he played, no matter how many turnovers he had, he got what he wanted. And even if the coach wanted to bench him, all he had to do was go to the owner, and he was starting that next week. And it... And it, it polarized the locker room. And the hospital, you, had, the you had Eagles players that didn't like this guy because it was kind of like, oh, he's the rich kid on the block and he's got a direct line to the main office and whatever he wants, he gets, no matter what he does, no matter how many interceptions he throws. Yes. And the coach can't do nothing about it. The coach can't even take him out of the game.
4: And, and and people who are all smashing heads, you know, surviving, like, it's a brutal yeah. sport. They don't, want, they don't want some diva. But so, like,
3: right. fuck Carson Wentz. That, that was the whole thing with Carson Wentz. I mean, that was the whole thing. I mean, he had a strong arm, think, but he was so erratic. I mean, and he made horrible decisions.
1: Jim, down. I think I think it also I think it also makes you wonder too if Carson was kind of discouraged a little bit the fact that he got injured the very same year that they went on to win the Super Bowl. It's almost like he was. It's almost like he said to himself, "That was supposed to be my Super Bowl. That was supposed oh, yeah. to be yeah, me, but not here, Nick here's, Foles.
3: Here's, here's what happened though. Peterson still won the damn Super Bowl. And then you come back and you have all these same problems again, and ownership takes the quarterback side, and what ends up happening? Oh, get the hell out of here, Doug Peterson! Get out of here.
4: Yeah, that's true. There's been a lot of drama out there in Philly
3: sometimes. Yeah, and um, and it wasn't it wasn't Peterson's fault. <laughs> he was he was no, trying to move uh, on from it and do what he felt he should do to win football games. And ownership was like, no, you got to play my boy. You got to play my boy.
4: I mean, I, I had a great afternoon watching Doug Peterson versus Andy Reid. Dude, Eagles are representing. They have great coaches. Um, yeah, it was it was a lot of drama. I mean, Paul, the Nick Pauls is awesome. I mean, but he can't perform anywhere else. That was the weirdest thing.
3: He's just <laughs> the quarterback. You know what I mean? Pet- Peterson. Peterson Peterson coached his ass off that season.
4: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah, well, I mean, once was just a fucking diva. Uh yep. Now he's floating around, he's kind of
3: Yeah, and I I mean I mean you can see it now. He's 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 like a a pickup for anybody now and he doesn't do anything anywhere. I mean, he didn't do nothing for the Colts, he didn't do nothing for Washington. I mean I'm surprised he's even still in the league.
0: Yeah.
3: (laughs) Right. He doesn't deserve much more of our time, but I'll I'll say
4: one more thing. The turning point with Carson Wentz's career mentally and physically was when he was sky high, he was probably, I think, he had like 35 touchdowns, like three interceptions. He was, I'm talking like his second year, third year, on the way to the Super Bowl, as Steve said. And he got clipped. He got nailed. He tore everything in his in his leg. And then he came, like Steve said, he came back the next year. Things are different. We want it without you. You know. Yeah. He let that go. His ego was too big.
3: Yeah, he did seem like a guy that had an ego, and I guess maybe most quarter, most successful quarterbacks do, but usually most. Successful quarterbacks that have an ego like that, like Brady or Rodgers or people like that, they've got a reason to have an ego. I mean, they've done something. <laughs> <Sure>. Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, and then and, um, in practice, they would uh, the Eagles would uh, lambaste them. They, he literally would uh Peterson, <laughs> or he, he would he would break play calls. He'd audible. Wouldn't want to practice. They're like, dude, that's fucking. This guy's a
1: wreck. And it doesn't. It it also doesn't help him either that he got injured literally two straight years. He got injured during the during the year of the Super Bowl, and he got injured the very next year after that. Yeah. And basically, it was it was almost as if those two injuries. And I mean, it was bad enough, uh, that the season, the season after his Bowl, uh, he went five and six as a starter. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's not like he was, it's not like he was throwing bad. I mean, he was throwing, he threw for over 3000 yards, 21 touchdowns, seven picks. Uh, you know, the problem was, was it, it had to have just been the team as a whole, because then the next year he went nine and seven, and they ended up making the playoffs. They, they did make the playoffs in 2018 as well, uh, when Nick Foles came in uh, in relief, uh, you know, to replace him when he got injured. Uh, I think the whole thing is is that whatever happened with those two injuries affected him so greatly. It, it it's like it affected his psyche to where yeah. he was like, I'm never going to get there on my own.
0: You know, gonna say, I'm gonna it,
1: have to pull. I'm gonna have to pull some crazy shit every single year to try and uh, avoid, you know, getting in the same situation that I found myself in. Yeah, I mean, his
4: injuries. I love your point, Steve. I mean, basically, his injuries. It was upstairs because he came back and and they won without him, and then he was trying to prove himself over and over again psyching himself out mentally, and then now you see him. He, you know, third and one. I don't trust the guy. You know, he he almost like got out of his own head. He he psyched himself out. The guy's as talented as most quarterbacks in the league. He just cannot function as a quarterback. Like he, uh, I don't know how
3: else to describe it. Well, it's good. It's good to see Peterson getting a chance at redemption after what happened to him because of Carson Wentz. He's in a good situation now. And like you said earlier, they got a good defense. Um, They've got some good tools on offense. And trust me, Trevor Lawrence is the real deal. He's really good. And Peterson knows how to coach quarterbacks. And like Steve (laughs) said earlier, They've got Calvin Ridley coming back next season. Wow, Jacksonville is going to be good. I mean, just, just get used to it. They're going to be good for a while. Funny. I love their defense too. They yeah. got a
4: good, They got a good young team.
1: Yeah, it's uh, they. They definitely have a very, have a have a bright future ahead. Uh, when it comes to, uh, I mean, uh, look at it this way: this is uh, this is the first year that they're going to have uh, in a, the first year in a long time that they will have a draft pick in the twenties. I mean, look 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 at look at their look at their
3: division. Look at their division. They don't have a whole lot of competition. At division, I mean, yeah. I mean, you got you got Tennessee, and you know what they're going to do at quarterback, and you know. Henry is he's regressing now. He's taking so many hits. He's not the same guy anymore. He's not getting any younger. Yeah. yeah. So that's Jacksonville's division right now. Yeah, the culture right. the culture of tra- the culture, of tra- the culture of
4: travesty. I mean the culture of the division.
3: Well, they they always they always will be with, as long as Ursay's there. <laughs> <Yes>.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, how bad, how bad is it? How bad is it that Ursay actually decided? Nah, you know what? Let's bring Jeff Saturday back in for uh, for it, to interview to become the permanent uh, head coach now no, because he actually gave you Jeff know what Steve you in know interview. what's
3: even Steve you know what's even dumber what's even dumber he brought Saturday in <laughs> to be the coach, and now yeah. for next year he's doing interviews. And he, he brought him in again. Jeff Saturday come in for oh. an interview. This oh, is your coach. <laughs> I guess you
2: got gotta be the white quarterback. white
3: quarterback quarter. <laughs> yeah. I mean how, how crazy is he's that? A, he
4: should be pushing a fucking <laughs> middle school.
3: I mean that's well, that's I think, like, I think you, it's that's like you own a store. That's like you own a store and you yeah. bring somebody in to manage it and then you tell him okay all right well now i'm going to start thinking about manager for next year and i want to interview you and the guys like hell i'm the manager
1: <laughs> i think i think i think the thing is is because he what was the interim, interim coach he wasn't he wasn't considered the full the
3: full time coach he was considered the <laughs> interim coach wouldn't you right. think if you're turning over wouldn't you think if you're turning over the keys to your franchise to Jeff Are Saturday, you that you wouldn't have to interview him for for next season. You already know what, already know what they, you don't. Don't you would. think you already know what you got? Yeah,
1: but Jim, Jim to, uh,
3: to to add to that point though, uh,
1: the Raiders did the exact same thing with Passatia. Yeah,
3: they should have kept him. <laughs> right. rape,
1: yes.
4: The special teams
3: slash uh, interim coach. Oh, they yeah. should have kept him. He was good. Oh, they, yeah. They they they, they wanted a heater, and then they yeah they he was good. Him. Where uh, where is he now? Is he, he, he's not coaching anywhere now? Uh, no, he is. Um, hang on. He's the uh, special teams coordinator for Green Bay. Okay, all right. He did a great job with the Raiders. He was good. That was cool. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I was, but, I was very surprised. I was very, very surprised so and very dumbfounded
1: that they let him yeah, go. Yeah, I mean, he
3: did, he did good. The players liked him. The fans liked him, but wasn't good enough for a uh, mullahhead.
4: Right. Well, Jim. Like you said before, there, there there's a lot of politics behind the scenes. We don't know half the stuff that goes on. I mean, that You're, guy didn't,
3: exactly, yeah. exactly, and, exactly.
2: The ball loose. For
4: the I will say one thing. The team in the last several years was McDaniel
1: <laughs> in
4: uh, Buffalo. Uh, the guy was vaping. He
1: was smoking out of a pen. <laughs> oh, Mike McDaniel, yeah.
3: Damn, yeah, yeah. but uh, uh,
1: vaping, uh, vaping, oh, yeah, vaping, vaping while
3: coaching. Yeah, vaping while coaching. He was the Grateful pen his headphones. I was like, "What the fuck is he, doing? he?" He's
4: wearing his hoodie. He looks like he's fucking twelve years old, which is fine, but like, dude, they had like nine delayed games. They couldn't even get the calls in.
1: Like, what
4: is going on? I mean, he, he he,
1: and he randomly woke up in the middle of in the middle of a uh, of the clock. Like, huh? Huh? oh 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 uh, um, uh, uh Let me look at my playbook real quick. Uh, 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 oh, no, nope, delay a game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he wasted he wasted three. This is how bad it was. He wasted three timeouts. All three timeouts were to <laughs> avoid delay of <a> game penalties.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: how the fuck? I mean, Pardon that's literally mind. how bad
4: it was. How the fuck is that guy running a a, a fucking professional team? I'm sorry. Where did he come from? He looks like he's fucking not nice. San Francisco. But I'm like, what?
1: San Francisco. I,
3: I well, not, I I, I don't I don't, I don't know. All, all I know is when John Lynch took over the Niners, turned around. He knew yeah. what he was doing as a GM. And
4: number
3: seven, And if you remember watching oh. him play as a player when he played safety, that guy would <laughs> light you up when he hit From you. Yeah. No fucking yeah. hammer people. Yeah, I yeah. just.
1: I, I just months. wish he was able – I wish he was able to have made the Patriots that one year that he – or that one time that he signed with us before he retired uh, in the preseason. Man, he oh. was good.
3: Boy, he he knows football. He knows football. Yeah. He's telling me Back he sounds like that. Because he was a Patriot.
1: Yeah, he was a, oh. he was a Patriot at the time uh, in 2008 he was he signed with the patriots and he ended up retiring that same off or he he ended up retiring uh at the end of uh at the
3: end of the preseason
2: well back though
1: yeah lynch is awesome
3: yeah they uh, they've got a good or, they've got a good organization out there i remember i that remember was- the niners all the way back to when when Eddie debartolo owned them who Oh, um, his, his background was he owned a whole bunch of shopping malls. Wow. Uh oh, hang on. Yeah. I think
4: I think Jenny, John, Jenny John's getting fired right now on TV. <laughs> hang
1: on, trying to get trying to get Jim back on here. Right. I he got uh, he got dropped in the he got dropped at the worst possible time. Yeah. <laughs> It's cool. literally
3: uh, there. We go. He's back.
1: Yeah, yeah Jim mean, you got I mean, dropped at uh, literally
3: the worst possible hey, time.
0: Hey.
3: I mean, yeah. I mean Eddie DeBartolo. Um, he had great teams out with the Niners back in their heyday. You know when uh, right. the right. whole right. West West Coast offense started, and. Uh, you know, you had Montana and Young and Rice and, all you know, all those guys out there. And uh, and then DeBardlow got, I mean, his personal finances took a real big hit because he wasn't paying taxes and this and that, and so he ends up, you know, getting out of it. But uh, when they brought Lynch in, Lynch, you know they suffered through a few bad years, but Lynch has got them back on track. I mean they they're one of the premier franchises right now in the league. Of course,
4: Jim. Jim yeah, and Jim, what, what do you think? Uh, Eagles, Niners, who wins?
3: Ooh, that's gonna be a good one. Good and 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 we're assuming they're going to beat Dallas, which I do think they will beat Dallas. Um, my my wife my wife has told me that they will beat Dallas by three touchdowns, for whatever that means. Um, cause, cause, you know, I she you that she's Dallas a Raiders fan. Choke. She's a Raiders fan, but she's a Bay Area fan. She likes the Raiders and the Niners. She likes any Oakland or San Francisco team. And nice she day. went to college at Fresno State, so she loves Derek Carr, and she's really pissed off at the Raiders, Francisco, and Philly.
4: In Philly, wow, In Philly.
3: God, that's a tough one to call because Philly's rolling, I mean, and Philly's they be going. at home. Um, dang, oh, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking if that game happens. Philly may be like a two, two-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, well, um, I, just, uh,
4: I just hit 500 tonight, minus six, Eagles. I can call them. I can call shots.
3: Oh, if, if, if it's San Francisco plus six, I'm taking San Francisco. Game over.
4: Oh, no, I was, just, I was saying I took uh, Eagles tonight,
3: minus six. Oh, okay, now, okay. Yeah, they, uh, this, this game's over. It's it's going be 38-7. It's going be 38-7. That's tomorrow. tough. I mean, <laughs> I, I, think, I think I would pick Philly. I think I'd pick Philly. I
4: think yeah. they, I mean, I, got, I love both defenses. I love the Niners' defense. I'm telling you, man, Philly's stronger in the trenches. They start up front. They have a, the best <laughs> offensive line in the world. Not, on, not
3: enough people know that. Yeah, but the, the, the thing is, if you look at San Francisco,
4: yeah, I mean, so. they're
3: strong up front. They're strong up front on defense. They've got great linebackers. They're good in the secondary. Uh, they've got the skilled players. Um, they've they're got dangerous. McCaffrey. I mean, it, it's 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 like a flip the coin thing, But yeah. I think I I just I don't know I just think Philly would pull it out by a field goal. That, Jim, field, Jim, you know, that did, field goal that field goal would come from one of my favorite kickers because he's from Memphis. Dick Elliott. Uh,
1: Jim, you know we did yep. we did question we did we did question if you remember Jim earlier this season we questioned whether or not Philly was for real. And I mean, granted, you know, maybe their record—they haven't really beaten a lot of actual good teams. Uh, but I think, well, th- just think the way they dominated most uh, New York, think, tonight, I think
3: most people think the Giants are pretty good. They beat them three times. <laughs> yeah, and, the, and no, they also is. beat Dallas
1: too. They beat Dallas, and they embarrassed. Uh, Minnesota as well.
4: I'm telling you, Jim, I will say one thing. I mean, this is the best Eagles defense in the last decade, and I grew up watching Reggie White, Jerome Brown, Steph
3: Joyner. Ah, I know good old good old Reggie from, White from Tennessee.
4: I have his autograph on my wall.
3: Yeah. So this is the best defense I've seen in five or seven years.
2: I that, think they're,
3: about, they're stronger than I, I've, I've i have i always know. I have always loved Fletcher Cox. I've always said, Man, man, yeah, man. Yeah. That guy have, is good. I I watched seven, him I watched him through college.
1: They have seven or eight pro bowlers on the defense.
3: I mean, they're they're gonna yeah. hit
4: people. I'll we'll see.
1: And now we have a – we we had a stat up there. Uh Kenneth Gainwell is the first Eagle since two thousand and six. Brian West or uh uh, Byron Westbrook to uh, yes. run for a hundred a uh, hundred yards in a game in a playoff game. Backup running back.
3: <laughs> yeah, they do- they dominated they dominated the Giants. They made a statement. Well, they were going to come to their throats. But yeah. Well, I mean yeah, they talk- they made a st- they made a statement. Don't don't doubt us. Don't doubt us.
4: And you know everyone's fucking rocking in Philly right now. I mean, they've been telling you oh, all course. day. Of course. Now they got to
3: I think it's South Jersey too. Yeah, and uh, now now they have to wait till next week and figure out where the Niners are staying at, what hotel they're staying at, so they can go bust pipes <laughs> over there where they don't have no water. Steve, Steve, did you hear that?
4: Jim made a great point.
3: <laughs> they cut the
4: electricity and the gas off in the uh, giant hotel.
1: Today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. I heard, I heard. I heard about that. The Giants. The Giants couldn't take showers until like uh, until like one o'clock this afternoon.
3: I was, and I, 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 heard, I heard. I heard. Uh, I don't. I don't uh, remember. Who, I, it was Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett said, "You know, we went through that before when when you know when I when I was playing and coaching." And he said, Fire "The, the problem. The problem ain't the showers. The problem is you can't make coffee." <laughs> <laughs> oh right, my right.
4: god. <laughs> I, I, I was jealous. I would have fucking done that myself.
3: <laughs> Man, yeah. I tell you what, I, I hope it I hope San Francisco does win because I want to see that game. I wanna see San Francisco and Philly. That It'll would be, be, be that would I mean, I know Buffalo's good, I know Cincy's good. I think Cincy will win tomorrow. Um well,
2: and wow. Kansas
3: City's Kansas City's good. But I think Philly and San Francisco is man, that's almost like a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's
1: gonna be a
3: problem.
1: Jim, I w I wanna get I wanna get your thoughts, uh I wanna get your thoughts, Jim, on uh going over to major league baseball for a second here. Uh and you probably already know what I'm gonna bring up. Uh yesterday the Red Sox they held their winter weekend as they call it over in Springfield and they basically had uh major members of the Red so- of the of the team uh show up including also the owners the uh the GM Heim Bloom and uh all the all the big wigs and stuff what do you think of the fans mercilessly booing John Henry, Sam Kennedy, and Haim Bloom uh, to the point of where Haim couldn't even to the point of where Heim couldn't even finish a he couldn't even get a word out. The the booing
3: was literally so constant and so loud. <laughs> I love it. I love that they did that because ownership deserves that. And some of the excuses they were given were so boneheaded and ridiculous. Still trying to explain the Mookie trade, how it was okay. Still trying to explain how letting Xavier leave was okay. Um, They're still trying to feed you their BS and they had the nerve to show up in front of fans who know it's all BS? I mean, what did they think was going to happen? Did they think they were going to be well-received?
1: I don't know. I, I mean, I'll tell you one thing. You know, I like I said, I had gone to the casino uh, yesterday where – Uh, part of it was taking place. Part of it was taking place at MGM Springfield. The other part was taking place at the Mass Mutual Center. And uh, it was very, very crowded. I'll put it that way. Uh, When I was trying to make my way into the casino, and um, I ran into a couple of Red Sox fans. (laughs) And I got to tell you, you know, their their mood was very rare last night. Like, they were – they, it's almost like they were ready for war against <laughs> Henry and, and Haim. It was th- – there was a lot of hate, basically, uh, going around the, uh, around the elevator.
3: There's well, the, of, th- the thing about
4: it, lot of the uh, in the
3: the, air. the thing about it, Steve, is when you own something, whether you own a store, a business, or – a sports team or whatever and the entire fan base or if it's a business or whatever, the employees and customers, whatever, if they are all turning on you and blaming you and you are stupid enough or egotistical enough to try to tell them you're not doing anything wrong, you're making a mistake. You're making a mistake.
1: A big oh, big time.
3: Yeah, yeah, they
1: definitely. I mean, in know, my in my
3: business, if 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 I had employees and and customers telling me, Jim, what the hell are you doing? Why why did you switch this? Why did you do that? Why did you do this? This this is crazy. If I ignored that and just said, I'm not worried about it, keep buying my stuff and keep sending in the money, I'm the idiot. I'm the one, the idiot, and that's what John Henry is. He's an idiot. Because,
0: yes,
3: and and it's partially, like I've told you, Steve, it's partially the fault of the fan base because, uh-huh. They see it, they know it, they understand what's going on, they don't like it, but they'll fill up them damn seats all season long and buy all that merchandise and make John Henry even richer, and he'll do it to you again next year.
4: Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. the,
3: it's like, the,
4: it's like the, they won't go away, so he's being cocky. He knows yeah, the money
3: I mean that—that—that's all it that works. When the when playing, the money he's, stops he's, coming in, when the money stops coming in, they understand. Okay, all right, they're on to me. All right, he, I got to do so. I got to go sign somebody now.
4: He's taking the pants for granted. I mean, yeah, voters, exactly, exactly. Incredible shortstop. Why do you let him leave? Oh, you signed Devers. Great. I have they signed Justin Turner? I mean, come on.
3: Yeah, and You're it came the- out it came out this week that Devers and Xavier had had talked and both planned that they both wanted to come back and spend the rest of their careers together with Boston.
0: Well, they basically
3: yeah. told they basically told Xavier, bye, bye. And the only reason they signed, only reason they gave. Uh, Raffy the money, because all the the uh, criticism that came out.
0: Yeah, I mean,
3: right. he, yeah, I mean, uh, Henry. What was it? Henry took a soccer team or no, a hockey team. He took a hockey, yeah, team, a hockey team to, team to uh, Fenway. Fenway and got booed out of Fenway because <laughs> he had not he didn't keep Xavier and he had not signed Raffy. And he got booed out of his own damn stadium. So he goes and tells he goes and tells Haim, Well, I guess you better sign Raffi. Yeah. yeah like, and not uh, just that, but here here's some to, of the
4: things
1: to up too. Up. Huh? Go, well, uh, you know, I was just gonna bring up something that uh, that was that was actually said last night uh was the fact the fact that um literally they were asked management was asked by uh Jared Carabas from Barstool uh, mm-hmm. what uh you know what their top if the Red Sox were their top priority and it's funny that it's funny that it's brought up like that because that's literally the exact same thing that they had said Uh, about Xander, that Xander Bogarts was their top priority. But now everybody, of course, knows that John Henry owns multiple teams now. So, you know, uh, he brought up the question uh, to Henry last night, are the Red Sox your top priority? And Sam Kennedy responded, uh, saying that John Henry and Tom Warner are committed. Henry didn't even bother to answer the question. He was just silent. Uh, there were even chants by the crowd of of uh, fake Dumbrowski
3: as well as Xander Bogart's uh may, chants. May, may. From they the angry been, crowd. They, they, should've, last night. they should've they should have they should have been chanting sell the team. Sell the team. If you don't I'm if sure you they don't probably wanna, did but it wasn't mentioned. You're you're in one of the you're you're in one of the it's not like you're in Tampa. It's not like you're uh, one of you know like Milwaukee. I mean, you're in a big market area, yeah. right? You have yeah. you have a fan base. Not only there in Boston, there are a lot of Red Sox fans across the country.
4: I was going to say, speaking of Tampa, the reason that he brought him in. Was to cut money,
3: exactly. They
4: But die in there. They're cutting money.
3: Yep, exactly. That's what Henry's doing with the baseball team. I mean, and they they, one, they don't even, they don't even have to worry. They don't even have to worry about being close to having to pay a luxury tax anymore. No,
1: <laughs> they yeah, they, they, they don't even
3: get close. <laughs>
1: and this, this is even this is even more hilarious too uh yeah. Tom Karen from uh from Nessun last night uh, yeah. when, when Nessun, uh, Nessun carries the uh, Red Sox games uh for Boston right. uh Tom Karen yeah. asked why payroll isn't at the top while the prices uh prices meaning like tickets and and other stuff are yeah, at the top. yeah. And John Henry Yeah
3: I mean I mean the Jeff, payroll the payroll dip. But the ticket prices went sky high nuts now what now I mean I mean oh. seriously, just common sense what's that mean? The yeah. owner is cutting costs and trying to raise revenue. He don't care about right. winning baseball games he don't he don't care about winning games.' He's
2: supposed to.
0: And
1: he wonders why he got moved the hell out of last night.
2: I and, can't say I uh, somebody,
1: put it, uh, some, somebody put it. John Henry, principal of an ownership group valued at almost ten billion dollars, just tried to tell an arena full of Red Sox fans that high ticket prices are necessary to field high payrolls. And then they go, Just <laughs> guess
3: how that played out. <laughs> you gotta tell
2: us Or we have to on,
3: man <laughs> But that's that's John Henry. That's and, and John Jim, like Henry,
4: said, Jim, like you said, they'll keep going up the him
3: Exactly, the and nothing, nothing will change until the fans stop going. Right well i'll
1: tell you i'll tell you one thing with the with this uh with this fan base and the way they've been reacting that may actually happen
3: well, they that's, may the, only, try to send that's the only thing that will change it Steve. all he all he's, yeah, they, all they, he's they, looking at is money he ain't looking at wins and losses he's looking at money yeah they and, they
1: may legit you know they yeah. may try to they may try to send a point to him this season
3: and i hope they and do I, I hope i, under, I, hope I understand i understand i understand being a business owner that you look at money but you can't let your product dip you can't let your product go down you have well, to you, keep your product up there and they're and not he, doing that you know and, i don't he, care if it's I don't care if it's food, travel, sports, whatever. Sure. You got to keep your product up.
4: And you should know well enough that it's a proud legacy. You don't walk in somewhere and destroy everything, and walk away. He's got a he's got a a, a, a tradition to uphold. I mean, the Red Sox are one of the best teams in the world. It's yeah. Admirable.
3: Yeah, I mean. I mean it, it. I mean I've got I've got friends that are diehard Yankee fans, and you know you know that what a rivalry that is between the Red Sox and Yankees, and, and they tell me, Jim, I, I miss Jim, I I miss I miss the days when it was such a rivalry, and I miss I miss how you guys were trying to keep up and yeah it's just it's not the same anymore, and I'm like i know, I know, man, I know
4: unreal unreal I mean that that's probably the biggest disservice in pro teams right now is what the Red Sox are doing to their fans there's no excuse, yeah,
3: especially when the guy's worth billions of dollars, I mean ah, <laughs> it's great it's yeah, I don't
4: get it. I mean, when they brought in Shamblum from uh, Tampa, cost cutters, money cutters. I mean, Tampa. <laughs> and
3: that, that's ex- that's exactly that's exactly what he's done. That's, what that's exactly did. what he's done, and we and we talk about it all the time, in whispers. When when he signs somebody, it's like okay, he he went dumpster diving again. He got somebody for a year.
4: Yeah, I mean Justin yeah, it, Turner. Come on, what is he going to do? Hit two seventy, eighteen home runs. <laughs> big blow. I mean, come on, they got,
3: the guy moves slower than me. He's done. <laughs> I mean, just 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 look look at what they look at what they've let go. They could have kept Mookie. They did, the biggest, the they did part. keep raffy they did keep raffy tendo they could have kept j d they could have kept evalde wow. they had they had they had a cornerstone they had a foundation they had That's guys amazing. that would keep it going while you developed younger guys to come up. They let, just, they let Vasquez go at catcher, and he begged them to, after they let him go to Houston. They traded him when he became a free agent. He wanted to just, come back. He, he told them, I want to come back. They're like, nah, you just, nah. Go on. You move looked, on. Uh, you, move on.
4: Yeah. You just, just look like four or five All-Stars.
3: Yeah and they they just let' them go, they just let, them go.
2: Yeah, let him go yeah'
3: I mean, go I mean, I'm, like I'm really i'm really going, i'm really i'm really kind of surprised they kept Kike hernandez. I thought they'd let him go, and they here here's what's here's what's really, really bad, what's really, <laughs> really bad. they lied to him when they got him to sign his extension, they told him. They were going to keep Bogart's endeavors, and they were going to continue to build and try to win championships. They flat out lied to him. Wow. I didn't know that. Yep. And that's why he stayed. That's why he stayed.
1: And, and, now, now, and now
3: he's going uh, now you know, he, he's gonna be he's, the starting
1: shortstop. Right? Yeah, now
3: he, he's a world-class center fielder. Shortstop. And and World they're point. like, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah, you going to play shortstop this season. He's like, what? Because <laughs> Trevor Story couldn't hit the fucking parking sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now he's
0: going to be
4: the shortstop. And Trevor Story hasn't hit since he left fucking Rocky Mountain High. I mean, come on. What is going on there?
3: <clears throat> well, and he he won't even play this year. Story just had surgery and he won't even play this year probably.
4: That's a terrible story.
3: Well, yeah. yeah so so story, now now, the now they're going to put now they're going to put Kike as shortstop. <laughs> and they're going to start yes, Arroyo okay. at second. And who the hell who the hell I I don't know. Who the hell they going to put in center? I don't know. Probably yeah. Adam <laughs> Duvall. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah story- story is now story is now claiming he he's now claiming that uh at some
3: point this season
1: he will be back
3: Nah, that yeah, nah, what ain't he's gonna claiming. happen ain't gonna happen not gonna happen yeah. i told you Steve when he had that surgery very mm-hmm. very respected doctors and surgeons about the time frame on recovery, you can forget Trevor's story for next season.
4: Yeah, to, Tommy John?
1: Pretty close. Mm-hmm. Pretty damn close to it. It's like it's like You're a gonna, lesser version. Thing. It's like a We're lesser close. version of Tommy John.
4: I did uh, I did three three ACLs. I'm no one, but like, yeah. I mean, that's a major surgery.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs> He's, and he's I'm sure, yours.
3: I'm sure, Steve. Don't you know they told Trevor to say that? Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. I'm sure, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure they. They probably. They probably
3: told him to. Uh, you know, say, <laughs> so a, now, a, say a whole say a bunch. So of, now, uh, now one of their most loyal players, that the fans love, Kike Hernandez. Now they lied to him about keeping Bogarts, and then wow. the second lie was they told him, you're going to stay in center field.
2: So now Bogarts
3: is gone, and they're telling him, you're going to play shortstop. How long do you think he wants to stay around? Well, oh, Kike's gone. Kike, Kike's
1: gone after next yeah. year, or after the after this upcoming season, he's gone, Guaranteed. He's a proud
4: player. Is he going to be an all-star? No. Is he a good player? Yeah. Will Will he find another home? He's
3: not going to yeah, stay around. But he's, he's not. I mean, he's a good, like you said, he's a good player. He's not a everyday shortstop.
4: That's ridiculous, whatever that is. Not even a decision. That's
3: terrible. <laughs> I mean, they're, yeah. bringing, they're bringing him in from center field. It's yeah, not, I mean, I told Steve, I mean, they got a guy at AAA. I mean, he's great defensively. He's got speed. Um Marcel Amarek? He,
4: he, yeah,
3: he, he's probably going to take a year or two before he catches up with MLB pitching. But let's face it, they're not going to the playoffs next year. Bring the kid up and let him play. Yeah.
4: I mean, they they have no staff. I don't even know what the one through five. They don't have the arms. I, I don't even know what. <laughs> I know what. Well, I
3: mean, uh, I mean, Chris Chris Sale did come out today and say like he's going to really try hard. Chris <laughs> yeah, Sale. Yeah,
4: but, but yeah, Sale, Sale still Hold makes up, fucking nine. you yeah, know ninety million a year It doesn't even fucking function. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It, yeah. I, mean. I don't
1: believe <laughs> I I don't believe Jim. I don't I don't believe any of the shit that the, that they're trying to sell uh that sale they're no. trying to sell about how about how oh uh I may be uh, I may be 34 but my arm is actually 30. Is what, Steve, that's a legitimate
3: I've quote for, that yeah, Steve I've been telling you for weeks the Red Sox are putting out fake information. Right.
2: Yep. They're selling, I mean, this, they're this selling was, well, what are you gonna do to stop?
4: Sell, They're selling a bullshit idea.
1: Exactly. Uh, that, yep. I mean, that, that was a that was a legitimate quote that Sale said today in an interview uh at winter weekend. That literally his arm is thir- his or uh, he may be thirty four, but his arm is thirty.
2: How
1: about as IQ. <laughs> well, well probably fifteen. <laughs> well, probably fifteen for wanting to stay with the Red Sox. Uh, all this. Stuff. Well, I mean, why wouldn't he well, stay? I'm he's
4: getting, getting paid to
1: get injured, so. Uh, he's got a fucking. He's got a mansion in
4: Florida and fucking Hollywood. He's not. I mean, I mean
3: him. they. I mean they let they let their best pitcher go. And, I mean, he was a workhorse. And and look what he gave them back when they were in the playoffs and stuff. I mean, this guy would – he would start a game, and the next game, if you needed him out of the bullpen, he'd come in and throw six or seven innings out of the damn bullpen. And they just yep. let Natey Valdi go said, bye, bye.
1: Wow. Yeah, and, and, and Jim uh – and Jim, there's another uh, another another guy that we were looking at uh potentially as uh maybe becoming a Red Sox uh is now no more because uh the Marlins traded Pablo
3: Lopez for Luis Arias to the twins. Yeah, but, but Steve so, But Steve Steve the big thing to the Boston media is we were interested. That's what they say oh, yeah, about every interested. damn player. The Red, right, Sox are inter- Red Sox are interested. Yeah, they're it's the like, interested. Like, they're the
1: interesting. We
3: tried, we tried. <laughs> You know, but when but when the Red Sox call and talk to them, and they say, "Well, all we can offer you is baloney. We don't have ham or turkey," you know, they're right. not going to get them. Sure. Yeah. I
4: love you. But, said, uh, uh, like this. Yeah. They always say, but, oh, but we that's were- what yeah. the
3: Red Sox put out. They put out fake news. They put out fake bullshit like, we're interested. We're involved. We're engaged. Bullshit. You ain't doing nothing. Yeah, show, it, it, show some results. Show something.
4: Just Chris. I mean, I, God. Yeah. I mean, they're going through it. I don't know what's going on. And, over and there. look,
3: I mean, look who they've signed. They're signing one-year deals with guys yep. 35 and older. We are the oldest team in the league right now.
1: Yeah. Just just I mean, just just think about that. This is this is this was a once proud a once proud franchise that's literally what 4 or 5 years removed from our last World Series title. Yeah, I mean I mean look
3: at look what look what they had. They had I mean look look at look at the when they went back and uh, they broke the curse and then, you know, came from behind and and won four straight against the Yankees and then the yeah, Cardinals yeah. and then and then, you know, you've got Big Poppy, you've got Pedro, you got Manny being Manny. You got Mike Lowell. Awesome. You got Veritek. Awesome. You got you got all these guys that are just diehard baseball players. That's what they were—baseball players.
0: And Rick then Carter.
3: you you bring it and you and you do a good job. You bring in some young guys. You bring up you know Bogarts and Raffy. You bring up these young guys. Mookie. and. And everything's still rolling. Then all of a sudden, at some point in John Henry's life, he says, God, "Screw this, man! I ain't paying these people no more because the fans will still come. I don't give a shit." Right. I mean the, the the the
4: Mookie the Mookie deal was absolutely inexcusable, unex unexplainable. You get right. back what you go. What else? <laughs> that was the from That that. That's when it
3: hit the fan. Yeah, and, I mean, that's, and, that's, and, that's and the, this the little this little retreat, this little retreat that Steve was talking about, they just had. Uh, the general manager uh, was still trying to explain how that was a good deal.
2: Fair yeah, deal. he's still, he's
1: been going on. He he has been going on about this for literally <laughs> the last, uh, actually, ever since we got rid of Mookie. He every single year. He has gone on about this time and time again. What else did he get? Trying on? to explain it. Oh,
4: Verdugo, what else? That was a terrible move.
1: <laughs> Verdugo Downs, Downs, who has now been released, and uh, wow. and he's now a, he's now a Washington National. Uh, and who else was it? Uh, Connor Wong, who is who is. <laughs> scheduled to be
4: the backup catcher next year. He's gonna, my, hes gonna wash my car tomorrow. Yeah, I
3: mean, yeah, I mean, he's a backup. He's not a—he's not a star. He's a backup.
4: I said that in jest. Obviously, I'm not—I'm not—I'm I'm no one. But it was a joke. Yeah, I mean, the guy's not gonna be a uh, serviceable MLB player. Yeah. To get that haul in return for Mookie Betts, which is probably top five player. I don't know. If Correct me if I'm wrong. Past ten
3: years, top five, Uh, yeah, Verdugo. Verdugo is like. But then, but 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 listen to this now. They topped themselves this year. They topped. They went above and beyond the Mookie deal. With (laughs) what they got. This year, they knew they weren't going to give Xavier the money. They knew they weren't going to keep him. But they had to keep him there all season to keep selling tickets. So they get nothing. They could have traded him at the deadline.
0: and got the
3: They got nothing for Xavier Bogart. Nothing. And,
4: and everyone, including you and Steve and Lou and everyone, was saying, he's yeah. going to walk. He's going to walk. Yep. Well, I mean, yeah, it's,
3: it's coming. It's coming.
4: What do they do? Yep. Nothing.
3: And they got nothing. I mean, you don't want to lose him, but if you're gonna lose him,
4: you know, when one time's hey, up, you get gotta, something you
3: gotta make a Call. Him.
4: You got to make a call when you know it's coming, when it's gonna hit you. You got to make. You at least need to get two or three pro- prospects back. I mean, to lose like him
2: not, they
3: tried. It's inexcusable.
2: But yeah, the, but the, but the thing with Boston
3: us. the thing with Boston is it, it it's a battle back and forth with trying to sc- screw and lie to the fans. I mean if if we if we trade him the fans may not come out and they they're going to be mad so let's keep him and act like we're going to sign mm-hmm. him even though we're not. So we'll keep the fans the rest of the season. I mean that's the way the Boston ownership is yeah they literally no popcorn. joke
1: no no joke they tried to sell uh to the fan or um yeah they they try they tried to sell the fact that uh you know that for example bogarts was their top priority this off season and even <laughs> even at the jim jim here's here's the funny thing even at the uh uh, what's it called? The Winter Wonderland thing or the winter weekend thing that's going on this weekend?
2: Winter Heim winter is winter
1: still winter. claiming Haim is still claiming, oh, we have a move, uh we have a move coming up the uh up the up the way here.
3: uh, uh yeah. up his sleeves or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Heim. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they yeah. do. I'm sure they yeah. do. The next big move is gonna be they're gonna raise parking prices.
2: I like Michael I mean it's it's like seriously, what the hell are you guys like you you literally
1: think we're dumbasses. Like like we don't know what what you guys are trying exactly. to sell.
3: Yeah. It, it it's really a shame because because that market like we talked about earlier in boston is a huge very very loyal market and there are there are a lot of fans scattered across the country and yeah. they are ruining they're ruining that franchise there's there, yeah. there's boston fans out in uh you know florida
4: out in vegas out in china there's people wearing many many jerseys right now
3: or uh big poppy
4: that's a proud, right. right.
3: And it's like I said, you know, those those Yankee fans that I'm friends with, we used to love bantering back and forth talking about the Yankee and Red Sox games and now they're like, "Man, what's going on, Jim? I mean, what what are you guys doing?" They're like, "What happened?" Yeah, it's like yeah, you you know Ortiz uh Ortiz even came out
1: uh and basically begged Red Sox ownership to uh to sign Xander Bogart. You literally had your franchise player for the pa- for, for the past two decades come out yeah, and I mean, beg
4: you. He he's he's the face of the Red Sox. Let Yeah, be and
3: and and Pedro Pedro was doing the same thing. Pedro was saying the same thing. It uh the two most outspoken big profile Red Sox of the last couple of decades are are Big Poppy and uh Pedro Martinez. Yeah. And both are still very involved with the club. Pedro even goes to spring training and works with the pitchers. I mean wow, nice and up. they both came out like give Xavier his money. Um, as a matter I mean, fact, and, and, and this—I mean, this, this has got another. This has got another aspect to it. It's got okay. another aspect to it because with the way free agency is now, and how it's year to year, how you can go out and and sign these guys or or whatever um, in the years to come when free agents become available. And there's going to be Mm -hmm. some big ones come available. Um, When they look at Boston now and they see how they treated Xavier and Mookie and Benny and JD and Benny, when they see how they treated all those guys, do you think they're going to want to go there?
1: No, nope, yeah. Boston's going to be looked at as a yeah. joke. They're they're going to be looked at as a as a legitimate joke, like like ser- like seriously. What uh, you know? Why would I? Why would I come here when uh, you've slapped so many so many players in the face, uh, going all the way
3: back to John Lester. You know, yeah, I forgot actually, about no, it. I'll
2: go further.
1: Yeah, I'll go Le- further
3: Lester and Lester and Lackey. No, actually, Jim,
1: I'll go further.
3: I'll go further. Go all the way back to Mo Vaughn.
2: Yeah, and, and don't, whoa, forget,
3: don't, forget, don't forget don't forget don't forget don't forget Papel
2: Vaughn. Yeah. Oh
3: go yeah. Uh, Mo Vaughn.
1: Mo Vaughn Nomar Garcia Para. Uh
3: yeah.
1: What to, and the reason why Garcia Parra got traded was because they weren't going to be able to come to an agreement with him on a new contract. That's, that's part of the reason why he got traded in 2004. Uh, Lester, Papelbon, I mean, the list just goes on and on of homegrown players that, uh, Boston, that Boston management basically said, you know, you're not worth keeping around. Although to be fair, though with Mo Vaughn, Mo Vaughn was before John Henry even came in. So yeah, but
3: yeah, but Lester, Lester, Lester was a bad decision. They should have kept him. Oh, big time! A big time horrific uh, all-time bad move. By yeah, uh, they should have kept. They should have kept not- Lester. They should have kept Lackey. He was a workhorse. And they should have yes, kept bond, They didn't have they both, to worry about the bullpen. Those guys won they, big games. Yeah, I mean. You can't let those guys walk. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, that's the difference. Now, did did the Yankees let Judge walk? No. Nope. No.
4: They 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 did, did the, they out did out the angels time.
3: Did, did the angels let Mike Trout walk? No. Do you think the no. Phillies right now would let Harper walk? no no oh no
1: it's just keep mind it, blowing it. at the at this at the uh at the utmost stupidity coming from Look, from boston you management. you wanna
3: want to see totally opposite i I'm gonna give you two teams that are, are that are conducting business and running their franchises in two totally opposite ways. And you tell me who's doing it the right way, your first is Boston, with how they're handling uh contract extensions, free agent signings, keeping well. players making moves, the other the Atlanta Braves,
4: oh my God, they're all locked up, Michael Harris, yeah, they've got
3: every every they star. Have everything.
4: Locked. locked up
3: for eight to ten years.
4: Connor Riley. They have seven or eight the Best young players ten under twenty-five years old, all locked up the next ten years.
1: Yeah, so they're, they're, I mean, if, if anything, if anything, you could say maybe the one mistake they made was Freeman. Yeah, yeah but I mean,
4: That was that was kind of I do not I don't. I don't th- I don't
3: think you. I don't even think you can say that's a mistake because they replaced him with Matt Olson.
4: Matt Olson's big lefty from Oakland. I mean, Yeah, they, and he's they young they, and
3: they he's gave, younger. Gave, he's younger. And there. he's from Adla- he's younger, he's from Atlanta. And yep. they love him there.
4: Yeah, I think Freeman was kind of about being kind of a, a diva and they were like, Okay, yeah, Fre- we're doing bigger, Freeman, bigger things we don't I, think,
3: need I think Freeman I think Freeman was kind of playing the uh Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers card. Of course.
4: They said hit the rug, hit the rug. We got other things in mind, and they now they uploaded, they they upgraded with
3: yeah, multiple but see, really good But, but here's the thing: see what they did? They had a plan. They they knew. Sure. Okay, we're going to let Freeman walk, but we're going to sign Matt Olson. He's from Atlanta. He's really really good, and he's a lot younger.
4: Look at this center. Look at their center fielder. Twenty three years old, Rookie of the Year, Michael Harris. Yeah, they I mean,
3: they, they locked him up. I, I, I've told Steve before the, that that general manager in Atlanta, that's the best. He's he's the best general manager in baseball. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that part of that young he, roster.
4: He used to be and with they, Toronto,
3: and 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 they're loaded. They're loaded with pitching. And here's the thing about them: they do all of this, but yet their farm system keeps sending up really. Good young players.
1: That's it. Yeah,
3: they always replenish. The yeah, and,
1: and if I if I remember correctly, he's the general manager, I believe, that drafted uh, uh, that drafted Vladimir Guerrero, Vladimir Guerrero Junior. for uh, yeah. for Toronto, Toronto, before yeah. Toronto <laughs> can disaster.
3: Yeah, yeah, back when he was at Toronto. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he's he's the best. I think he, he's. I think he's the best GM in baseball. And I mean, Leonard's gone full and force. I, I mean, as far as what Boston has, I, I don't even really consider Heim as a GM. I think he's pretty much just a fall guy at this point. Next yeah, he's year, a little he's, bitch. Next, next year he's going <laughs> to get fired. He's going to get fired next year, so the owner Henry can say. Well, we're moving on and we're going to get back in this, you know, and, and it was all his fault when he's doing exactly what Henry wants him to do. He's the a, a best. Yeah, he's the best.
4: He's the exactly ball what guy. He is. He, He's taking the bullet. Yeah,
3: yeah. He's going to take the bullet next year. And after him, after him, it will be Cora who is a great manager, that the fall, because ownership, got to blame somebody else. And all the fans coming,
0: we're going to hire a new manager.
3: We're going to bring in Jason Veritek. now. He's a lifelong Red Sox. And that will keep fans coming out,
4: but they still won't. Imagine that, with the, Veritek, with that little big roster. They'll win fucking 30 games.
1: <laughs> fucking joke. Yeah, I'll, no, t- I'll, t- t- I'll tell you right they now. Up,
4: they have to blow up the roster. T-
1: I'll, t- I'll tell you right now, fans will be very pissed off when Alex Cora gets the boot. because.
4: Yeah, the they will because Cor- Cor- Cora Cora's
3: good. Cora's good. Cora's good. He's, been, he's, he's good. been through
4: the fire. Is he perfect? Yeah, he's good. I'm not perfect. We all have our uh, blemishes. Cora was a great manager. Obviously, he still is. If he yeah, said he's ball, good, I mean, it's like, where do we go from here? If you let go of him, then it's really going to hit the fans. Yeah, I mean, he's good. Yeah, I mean,
3: and it, it, and and the thing is, I mean, he's doing the best with what he has. That's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and the fans Cora, love I mean, Cora
1: too. The fan, the fans. Yeah, the are, fans really the like Cora. The one thing about Boston fans is they really know the game of baseball and they real, they respect people who are who know the game of baseball. P- people like Cora who are very analytical with uh certain like just you look at the entire way Cora handled that very first year in Boston. He brought in his own statistic guys. He brought in uh you know b- basically pretty much uh, the you could call them the architects if you would of that World Series championship okay. team. You know, the, his strategies were the pretty much the main key reason why they ended up going on to win the World Series that year. When he ended up bringing in, uh, you know, certain uh, certain pitching or whatnot. He knew when to when to uh, pull the plug in certain situations.
4: He also knew he he allowed the guys to go a little bit crazy. He knew he knew Veritek. He knew Millar, those key blue collar guys that we've been talking about all night in different sports. They were down three zero. They they came back. You can't replace the Cora. I mean. Good luck. If you you want to try to find someone else like him, good luck. It might take you 20 years. If they let him go, it's done. All
1: right. I got, uh, I just got word that Jim dropped again. So, uh, I do, I do want to thank Jim for, uh, for joining us tonight. Um, it was real great to have him on, uh, once again. And, uh, you know i you know obviously uh first off we we do have uh just about 9 minutes left on the uh, on the recording um, right. before we ultimately get kicked off here uh, <laughs> but there there was a, there was a couple of other things though that i wanted to bring up before we do uh first off a uh we we do we do have uh one little bit of uh condolences first off for uh the world of professional wrestling uh Jay Briscoe who was one half one half of uh quite possibly maybe the greatest tag team to never uh have wrestled in the modern day WWE uh him and his brother Mark Briscoe we're known as the Briscoe brothers uh, who have been 13 time ROH ring of honor world tag team champions. Uh, unfortunately, he will not, he will never get the chance to join the WWE as he unfortunately passed away at the age of 38 earlier this week as a result of a car crash. Uh, oh. Now, l- luckily for uh Luckily, his daughters uh, are still alive. His two daughters yeah. were also involved in the crash, um, and they suffered. Uh, from from my understanding, uh, they ended up suffering. Uh, one of them was a life threatening uh, was a, a life threatening injury. The other one suffered serious but non life threatening. Uh the good news is is that both of them are on the road to recovery now. Uh one of them in particular uh just started to get the feeling back in her legs. So uh okay, good. It, it obviously it's gonna be a it's gonna be a very long recovery process, uh, for the two of them. because uh, both of them ended up having to undergo a okay, back surgery of some point uh, or of some sort. Uh since, since news uh, came out about his death, uh, the entire wrestling world has, uh, has reached out and sent condolences, uh, as well as the WWE, which they never do. They, they never talk about a competitor on air, whether or not they passed away or whatnot. Uh, WWE actually brought him up mm-hmm. twice uh, this week during their programming, wow. which I thought was a nice gesture uh, for considering that the WWE at one point considered him and his brother as not aesthetically pleasing enough for the audience. Wow. Uh-huh. That's a little bit bold. Yeah, because, yeah, because okay. you know, uh, be, 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 because, you know, that uh yeah. Uh, what's it called? Um, the WWE looks for certain people and apparently they they didn't fit the mold of a WWE superstar, as they call them, which I think was a huge mistake because these guys are like the Dudley boys of the modern era, essentially. They're the Dudley boys of the modern era uh, of of tag team wrestling and I mean, Vince, uh, Vince, unfortunately
4: uh, Vince, Vince picks people up and spits them out so he's a cold-hearted yeah. snake and they deserve better than and that. by
1: the way and by the mm-hmm. way speaking of Vince McMahon uh yeah. he has now started his firing of multiple employees now uh his daughter okay. resigned from the company uh with Vince now yeah. officially back in power it's only a matter of time before his daughter's husband, and former wrestler Triple H will probably uh, hit the bricks at some point here.
4: Uh,
2: <laughs> the end of civilization as we know it. The end of civilization as we know it.
4: Yeah, exactly. Well, someone's got well, to you, do a bit more than
1: Vince. I
4: didn't say anything twice. Yeah, you know, you know, what, to, uh, you know what take him the, out a little bit.
1: You know what the interesting thing about this, though, is? Every single every single prospective buyer wants nothing to do with Vince. They want Triple H, That's and they want sharp. Stephanie in charge. I mean, it's been
4: a, he, he, he went out. He had about 3,000 3, lawsuits. And now he's back suddenly. I'm like, wow, this smells fishier than salmon. Okay, what's yeah. going on here? And
1: by, and by the way, he did officially settle. With one of the uh, with one of the women filing a lawsuit against against him, he did officially settle. That's good, Uh, (laughs) Vince. It it was it was the uh, the female the female uh, the former female referee from the uh, from the eighties, Rita Chatterton, that he officially settled with. Uh, But I I mean, it's just plain and simple. You know, a lot of people believe that this could potentially be the death of the wrestling industry as a whole if, if Vince ends up selling.
4: I know we're running out of time. I would never, I mean, wrestling's always going to be there. There's always going to be fans. That's why Vince is kind of a dick. You yes, know, He's taking everything for granted. I know that. There's always going to be a market for that. The, the fans won't go away. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I like mean, there, there's always going to yeah, be a market. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of the rumored buyers is actually the owner of uh, of AEW uh, and also the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, Shahid Khan. His son, Tony Khan, <laughs> runs AEW on TNT. So they're also in the running to potentially buy the WWE for a potential AEW-WWE merger, which could That'd potentially cool. happen. It would be interesting. Uh, I would prefer, though, if if both entities were to stay separate. Because, I mean, yeah, maybe there would be a chance for a crossover. But if you have both entities merge, then you have basically you have basically a wrestling monopoly again, which is what fans hated when Vince yes. bought WCW. Oh wow! I didn't
2: realize that. I mean, you
1: CW. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, uh, we're at the end of our show tonight. Uh, I do want to thank Lou, uh, Jim, Alex, and Diane for joining us tonight. Um, we will be back next Saturday night for another edition of Spurs Weekly. Uh, as always, uh, for anybody wondering about any other podcasts, uh, keep an eye out for blogtalkradio.com slash A E. Any upcoming podcasts will be posted on there days in advance before uh, they end up happening. But, uh, yeah, as far as, uh, as far as for now, uh, everybody have a great rest of your weekend, and we will see you guys next Saturday night for another edition of Sports Whispers Weekly. Love you guys. Thanks, Steve. Have a good one, everybody.